Everyone on this podcast is already dead. I'm just trying to save harmless phosphorescence. Everybody, this is Dick Splash, Thoreau Smiley. Who's joining me this week? I'm Josh Cece, and I would never use my powers to paint a farmhouse. I'm Brian Lash, and I think I might be afraid of this movie because I certainly don't understand it. I'm Jeremy Reed, and I will find him! <laughs> I'm Eric Weber. Make my voice an island. <laughs> I I will Al I do sometimes I just play you on a loop to sleep at night um, <laughs> yeah Al song yeah. like whale like songs <laughs> Al song by Elton John um, <laughs> I hope you don't mind Al, Al covering whale songs um, this is harmless phosphorescence it's the podcast where we watch every theatrically released full length live action superhero movie ever made also I can't speak then we gather some research into the production and the source material, and we tell you all about it. This show is brought to you by our patrons, patrons like executive producers Michael Beckwith and Atticus Burkett. You want to be a patron, too? Go to patreon.com slash harmless entertainment. Um, we got lots of bonus material there, monthly movies. Uh, we're going to have Roadhouse coming out in a couple weeks here, hopefully. And uh, yeah, woot woot. Let's... Uh, um. I don't. Uh, doesn't Michael Beckwith have a podcast? Um, no, he has a he has a blog. He's got a, oh, a blog. Gotcha. Uh, the uh, it's a uh, oh uh, uh, Mike. He's going to kill me. It's a uh, uh, late night movie, <laughs> something like me. that. What what was that one that used to be on? Um, that used to be on like TBS at nights. They had like their oh, overnight. Yeah. Like yeah, it's named after that. But uh, you should. Okay. Yeah, um, I'll put a link. I'll find a link, put it in the show notes. Um, at, uh, yeah, from our executive producer, Michael Beckwith. But in the meantime, everybody, this week on Harmless Phosphorescence, we are going to be watching Man of Steel. The world's too big, Mom. Then make it small. Focus on my voice. Pretend it's an island out in the ocean. Can you see it? I see it. My son was in the bus. He saw what Clark did. You have to keep this side of yourself a secret. What was I supposed to do? Just let him die? Questions. Where do I come from? You just have to decide what kind of man you want to grow up to be, Clark. Whoever that man is, he's going to change the world.
he was. They'd reject me. He was convinced that the world wasn't ready. What do you think? Man of steel. <laughs> I, I feel like man of steel. my heart must go on was in the trailer music. Right. It had some Titanic vibes for sure. That yeah. was definitely was from to cry at the trailer. Oh, I think so. That was definitely from another yeah. movie. I'm curious which one it was. Um, uh, ooh, man of steel. Did, did anyone else when they first saw the trailer, trailer like think that this was in the nolan verse especially with christopher nolan's name as a producer like yeah yeah i thought it was like they a shared universe the marketing mm-hmm. i thought it was too yeah yeah absolutely uh man of steel was released june 14th 2013 with a running time of 143 minutes it cost 258 million dollars and it took in six hundred and sixty-eight million. Um, it was a hit. Huh. It did. It it made its money. It wasn't like Avengers level, but it it did pretty good. Um, a note that two hundred and fifty-eight million dollars, a hundred and sixty million of it was from advertisers. Uh, IHOP, Sears, Canon, um, or was it Nikon? Might have been Nikon. Um, they had over one. Hundred uh, branded partners. If you watch the credits, you can read what they all were. Wow! But Super Properties has a history of that. Yeah, KFC. (laughs) Yeah, KFC. And then Popeyes. A quick left turn to Popeyes and Supergirl. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Yeah, that's the most American thing about this movie. I think. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it did have the world's weirdest IHOP commercial in it. It did because it was kind of like, hey, wouldn't it be crazy if you grew up to be an IHOP manager? Wouldn't that suck for you? <laughs> and then be a snitch. Yeah. yeah and man. then get attacked by aliens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the snitch thing. We'll get to that, man. Yeah. I guess that hadn't gotten to Kansas yet, but you see a kid do that and you immediately run and tell. Right. Well, one, if you'd one, seen a drug deal go bad, you wouldn't. <laughs> Before we move on from the advertising thing, one funny advertising thing that is totally unrelated to this, but this kind of started the trend I saw was uh, like a couple years after this in a Transformers movie, there's a sequence where like a Budweiser truck crashes and like Mark Wahlberg steps out of a Transformer and picks up a Budweiser and like takes a slow sit. Oh no. (laughs) Like panning camera angles. And I was like, this is where that started. Just staring down the camera lens the entire time. Just asserting his dominance. Oh (laughs) my God. You will drink Bud Light, bro. Oh, that's there was that. Yes, that, that we got the message. The Miami Vice reboot from a few years ago. There, they had yeah. a Subway branding, which, by the way, the best sub, the best advertising in any show ever has to be in Community with Subway. But um, yeah. uh, they literally have a character named Subway. <laughs> <laughs> TM, yeah, yeah, and he comes like the Subway Army shows up, like eat fresh. But um, <laughs> that episode's hilarious. But listen, yeah, I could talk. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, Miami Vice just paused for like three minutes in, in an episode to talk about Subway. At one point, it was hilarious. Um, wow. 
Yeah. So, but man, there was no subway in Superman, though. No, no, there was not. Uh, a lot of Wayne and Garth made the the joke. Yeah. Oh yeah. Ah, absolutely. Little yellow, yellow, different. Um. So this movie was released uh, June thirteenth, twenty thirteen. I'm sorry, June fourteenth, twenty thirteen. Which means that we are going to be talking about the box office top ten game. Here it is, I'm everybody. A yeah. <laughs> uh, the the uh, game where I will describe the top ten movies of the week of June fourteenth, twenty thirteen. The guys here are going to try to guess what movie I'm describing. Um, I think we can all assume Man of Steel came in number one. No reason to guess where that opened. At this point, these I big box. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so did I. Yep. 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 Um, but we're going to start at number 10. You guys ready to jump into the game? Indeed. Uh, okay, here we go. At number 10 this week, when a rich man's world is torn apart by a terrorist... He has to rebuild and seek retribution. Oh, uh, the Dark Knight Rises. No, that was my. That was like two years ago, Iron- Al. Iron Man Wait. Three. Iron Man Three. Oh, yeah. Yep. Christmas in July. Mm-hmm. Or around whenever that was. Yeah. This week. <laughs> Christmas on June fourteenth. Uh, um, number nine. Um, a crash landing leaves a boy and his father stranded. Uh, they must embark on a perilous journey to signal for help. After Earth. Yo, yeah, good one, Jeremy. You get, uh, one, uh, one, one Smith point, which you can redeem (laughs) at any of our local Smith's outlets. How many do I need to get Hancock 2 made? (laughs) (laughs) A lot more than Will Smith is willing to... uh, (laughs) Yeah, he had a lot of points on that. Yeah, because, wow, that movie made a lot of money, and I cannot believe they haven't made a sequel yet. Nope. Um, Yeah. Uh, Number eight this week. After the crew of a ship find... A uh, unstoppable force of terror from within their own organization, the captain has to lead a manhunt to a war zone to capture a one-man weapon of mass destruction. Um, Star Trek, uh, Into Darkness. Yes, Darkness? Benedict oh. Cumbercon. <laughs> He's in that. Yeah, he played Con. Yeah. Cumberbatch yeah. played Con. Oh, you're right. He did. This is the one throughout all the marketing. They're really like, no, no, he's not con. Of course not. What? Except he is. Yeah. Yeah. See, I didn't, I wasn't in the batch as much then. It was after that, that I got way in, in, into the batch. And you started batching. Yeah. Good batch. <laughs> I, I used to cumber a bit, but I haven't batched in a long time. <laughs> I'll get back on the floor. <laughs> it takes a strong man to admit it. Throw. I know. Yeah. Uh, Hungry. Coming in at number seven. Um, okay, I am unfamiliar with this. A teenager finds herself transported to a deep forced setting where a battle between the forces of good and the forces of evil is taking place. That is so vague. Um, she bands together with a ragtag group of characters in order to save the world. That could be any movie. Yeah. The deep forest. A forest. The key. Yeah. Hunger like a- Games 12. No, it looks yeah. 
I, I believe it is animated. She's like a an environmentalist from Portland. <laughs> Fer, it's Ferngully. Fern Gully. <laughs> Fern <laughs> Gully too. Fern Gullier. Um, <laughs> I know a few guys that are into Fern Gullies, and um, they're, they're a weird. It's a weird subculture. <laughs> Um, plant fairies <laughs> it's called epic <laughs> this movie is called, it's called what epic e- epic yeah I, oh, I, yeah I was unfamiliar with this huh? epic I've never seen it yeah um got like a bird in it and shit <laughs> probably <yeah. laughs> probably talks yeah probably voiced by like Liam Neeson or something oh god oh, yeah gosh. either Liam Neeson or they're going the other way and it's voiced by like um Adam Sandler Steve Buscemi. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, uh, number six. Buscemi's <laughs> like, I never tip. Uh, number six. Fucking <laughs> bird. Uh, two salesmen whose careers have been torpedoed by the digital age find their way into a coveted job at Google where they must compete with a group of young tech-savvy geniuses for a shot at long-term employment. This, this is, is a Vaughn Wilson. Yeah. It was, wait, wait. The well, interns? Not uh, close. The interns? It's called the yeah, interns. Yeah, that was a Bob the, De Niro. The, 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 the internship. Oh. oh. Which is not. It is it a Bonnie ship, indeed. The internship is uh, sales alongside the friendship. Which, <laughs> yep. <laughs> the thing that was funny about that movie is they had filmed it like eight years before it actually released. Oh, wow. So, like, yeah. there's all these references in it that are so dated. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I bet. <laughs> yeah, a tech movie that was like held for eight years. That's got to be right. great. Um, number five, a wealthy family is held hostage for harboring the target of a murderous syndicate during a very special night. <laughs> are we there yet? <laughs> are, you, are we there yet? God, it's me, Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> uh, panic room two. No, room. no. It's uh, this is the first. No. the first in a very popular series. The most recent was just released this year. Oh, is this? No, this is not a Fast and Furious movie. No, not a Fast and Furious okay. movie. It is a. It is the a horror film, the horror genre. Saw, oh. not Saw. Conjuring. The Purge, yes. Oh. Purge and ain't easy. I'm just guessing. They're still making those. <laughs> every yeah. Which- yeah. apparently they haven't purged. Yeah, every which way but purge. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's like an old west one. I think I saw. Really? What the the forever a purge? Thumbnail for it the, the, the oh, forever it? purge. Yeah. It's 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 like set in a little western town, and then like, yeah. <laughs> it sounds like a you know tennis bracelet or diamond necklace you'd buy <laughs> the forever the purge. forever purge <laughs> what will you get her on purge yes night? they are blood diamonds <laughs> <laughs> he went to jared then he went and got a shotgun <laughs> uh, number three uh this movie okay an fbi agent and an interpol detective track a team who pull off bank heists using their performance skills is this the sequel to Now You See Me? No, this is just Now You See Me. This is, are they magical people or are they magicians? They're, the movie? Now You See Me. Yeah, yeah, Now You See Me. 
And yeah. again, the fact that they did not name the sequel, now you don't, will forever haunt me. Yeah. I just wish it had been stand-up comedians instead of magicians. <laughs> that would have been great. Like, <laughs> Doing small rooms in Vegas. Who are these dumb motherfuckers that aren't putting their heads down on the floor? <laughs> <laughs> Number two this week. Six L.A. celebrities are stuck in James Franco's house. <laughs> this is, this yeah, is, this the, is end. the end. Yeah, yeah, that movie. <laughs> that movie was great. I love that movie. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Channing Tatum, especially. <laughs> oh, Michael Sarah and Michael Sarah. Oh, Michael Sarah yeah. and yeah. Rihanna. That was great. We're playing a game, Jason. Yeah, apparently, um, what's her face? Uh, uh, Hermione. Um, oh yeah, Emma Watson. Yeah, Emma Watson. Like. She's fairly heavily featured in this, but apparently there were a few scenes she refused to shoot because they, she oh. found them so offensive. <laughs> it's fair. Yeah. I love it. I love when Dave McBride cuts to the confession. Yeah. He's like, so Hermione stole all their shit. <laughs> oh, Danny McBride. <laughs> um, and number one, an alien child. <laughs> is evacuated from his dying world and sent to Earth to live with humans. He never Titan quite gets it. Yeah. Titan A. <laughs> Titan A. Uh, yeah, man. Moses is in space. <laughs> uh, and that is our box office top 10. That brings us Ooh. to our comic and character background are there any characters, Mr. Alaric Weber, that we haven't previously spoken about? Um, there may be several. The one that uh, caught my notice was uh, Emil Hamilton. Um, Professor Emil Hamilton. Um, he first appeared in Adventures of... Superman number 424 back in January of 1987. Hmm. Uh, Is he played he, by the guy from the West Wing? Yes. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That guy. Um, when he first appeared, he, uh, he was, he was an apparent villain, um, using his gadgets to attack Superman in an attempt to gain funding by proving that they worked. Um, <laughs> It's like, we're having a a tech expo. Nah. (laughs) Um, He was a former employee of Star Labs. And um, let's see. He was was placed in a mental health facility. I think this was after um, attacking Superman with his gadgets. And uh, he got better. He got Uh, better? Oh, good. He got got better. Um, He... That's uh, ended up becoming right there. He ended up becoming Superman's scientific advisor and uh, was responsible for creating many devices uh, to aid Superman, such as the Phantom Zone projector, um, early <laughs> Superman robots. I uh, forgot oh. that there were Superman robots. There were uh, a force. He uh, a force field belt he created for Superman. Um, and other things. Uh, the character has been portrayed in, um, like the the Superman animated series, mm-hmm. the, the 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 Tim verse. Yes, <laughs> um, we've seen yeah. the character Smallville. 
and um, yeah, I didn't do a lot of extensive research into him because I'm lazy <laughs> sounds, this week. Oh, it sounds like you put a good effort in. <laughs> um, I would uh, the the IHOP manager guy apparently was also a comic character. Y- yes, true. Um, Pete Ross uh, was. <laughs> I'm sorry, I didn't look it up. So I know Pete Ross most from Smallville, and he was in that he was um, Clark's best friend. What did he do for work? Yes, did he? I don't know. In IHOP, no, they were high school students. Oh, maybe he just knows the busser at IHOP. Yeah, they were high school students for the twelve years it ran. (laughs) The Pete from the show was way more promising and had a better future ahead of him. Yes. Oh yeah. Yeah. If you watch Smallville. Yeah, um, I fell off like around season three or four of Smallville, but yeah, definitely a better <laughs> fell character. Fell off at the right time. Yeah, Smallville that's what I hear. fell off around <laughs> around there. <laughs> season three or four. I don't know. I watched it all the way through. I, I oh, yeah. Well, it's like when you start to catch up, you know, you, when, when the timeline starts to catch up, you have to figure out what to do. I was noticing that yesterday, looking for something to watch on Netflix, and that show Turn about like spies in the Revolutionary War. Oh, and I immediately thought, like, <laughs> that, that's got to end, right? How many seasons <laughs> can there be, right? Yeah. Uh, um, all right. So, yeah. Speaking of, uh, well, is is that a uh, is that what we got this week, Al? Is that- that's all I have for you, Thoreau. Uh, thank th- you. Thank you, Al. No, Al. It's never all you have. You give us everything you have every week. <laughs> uh, that brings us to the production. Speaking of Smallville, what's his face? So what was uh, who was who was Clark in that? Tom something. Welling. Tom Welling. Tom Welling uh, did uh, campaign to play Superman in this film. He did not get the role. Um, I wanted to real quickly to start doing uh, doing taglines. Um, so. Any idea what the tagline for this movie was? Because oh, every movie has an official tagline, and we haven't been talking about them, but we probably should have because some of them are insane. Um, he's super, man. <laughs> man. Uh, uh, dad's again. Do you have a moment to talk about our Lord and Savior, <laughs> Kal-El? <Yeah. laughs> so, That's for instance, uh, the first Superman, was that the, the tagline was, um, you'll believe you'll a man, believe can, a man can fly. Yes. Right. Yeah. Okay. So the, the tagline, the official tagline for man of steel is accomplish wonder, which sounds like it should <laughs> be the tagline what? for like, what? yes, to, accomplish wonder. That's like a tablet sales pitch. Exactly. Yeah. That's the tagline for like, yeah. For like the new iPad. Magic yeah. Emporium. Yeah. Produced by Thank sharper you. image. <laughs> <laughs> Accomplish wonder. Um, so, all right. Yeah, I don't feel like they did accomplish wonder. No. Yeah. <laughs> he was not a whimsical Kal-El or Clark. No, he was not. Um, <laughs> there was no wonder in this I movie. no wonder. Oh, God. So, um, all right. This film was directed by Zack Snyder. We have discussed him. Previously on uh, Watchmen, we're not going to get too deep into his stuff. Um, it was written by David S. Goyer. <laughs> we get yep, a, a, nobody a, else can. Uh, yeah. Yep, only Goyer can write movies. <laughs> apparently, about superheroes. Um, <laughs> the only one allowed on the lot. There's a story credit by Christopher Nolan, so um, we can blame Zack Snyder 
only so much. Christopher Nolan, a big chunk of this movie was from the brain of Christopher Nolan. Um, it was made in 1970. What's that? What what story? What story is he taking credit for? Um, yeah. I, I mean, a, it's a remake essentially. Yeah, it's essentially a remake of, of Super, two movies. Yeah, of Superman one and two put together. Absolutely. Which not. Well, we got frozen. Um, oh, why doesn't he get a credit? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So, all right. Yeah. Yeah. No, the story is the story is what it is. But um, Henry Cavill did win the uh, the uh, Superman lottery. Um, they started developing this uh, in 2008 during the uh, right after. Uh, Superman Returns <laughs> tanked, but Batman or the Dark Knight did very well. Um, they, uh, let's see, they they decided to treat Superman Returns like the Hulk, apparently. Ang Lee's Hulk. Uh, they decided to make a trilogy. They were going to hire Matthew Vaughn to do it. Um, but then they, uh, they were going to hire Charlie Cox. To play Superman, huh. Matthew Von Wert, yeah, wanted Charlie Cox to play Superman. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Holy crap! Yeah, is he tall enough? I don't know. No. He is a small man. He's like five nine. Yeah, yeah. I do like Henry Cavill. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Henry Cavill's great. Henry Cavill, yeah. I think, was the best part of the movie personally. But um, yeah, so By far, yeah. Um, but anyways, at some point after the Dark Knight, they decided to uh, dump. Um. Matthew Vaughn, they started talking to Guillermo del Toro about it, um, but uh, because Goyer had worked with Guillermo del Toro on Blade 2, but Guillermo del Toro turned it down. Um, at that point, they approached um, several people, Matt Reeves, Tony Scott, Aronofsky. They, Darren Aronofsky comes up in this show a lot of like... It's like someone wanted him to direct a superhero movie, and he was like, no, I'm going to film, make a movie about a tree. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but he, yeah, they took a lot of swings at that guy. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. He would have made the weirdest superhero movie. <clears throat> Absolutely, it would have been. There had been a. He had been in the talks for Doctor Strange with Joaquin Phoenix. That would have been. That would have been interesting. Period. Yeah, that would. Oh. Um, and thank God, Guillermo Tor. I bet. Del Toro would not have won an Oscar. Like it would have changed his trajectory, you know, even oh, if he did totally. a good job. Absolutely. It probably would have tanked. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. Yeah. Um, so eventually it went to Zack Snyder, Christopher Nolan and David Goyer wrote it. And uh, here we are. Uh, Henry Cavill auditioned numerous times. He got the role. He actually auditioned for Superman during Superman returns. Didn't get it then, but he got it here. Um, Brendan Routh, Apparently lobbied hard to reprise the role, but they wanted a fresh start. Um, Henry Cavill got his start on The Tudors, that Showtime show from the mid two thousands. Yeah, uh, that was his biggest. He he's a British dude. That was his biggest role prior to this. Um, he was also in Stardust. Um, that uh, that's Matthew Vaughn. Yeah, directed by Matthew Vaughn from the uh, Neil Gaiman uh, book. 
Um, so, uh, yeah, this was kind well, of they've his... always. I'm sorry, they've always wisely gotten a not so known. They Superman. have. They have. It's always been smart. Mm-hmm. I'm glad I, they've always done that. My, my personal opinion: Cavill's the best Superman since Reeve. I mean, he 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 did a great yeah. job. Um, yes, I really. He plays him. every man really well. Yeah, he does. He plays um, quiet, angry very well. Yeah. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this That's is most definitely the most wrathful does. Superman. Yes. Oh yeah. That's the most important thing he does in this movie, as far as any development to Kal El. Yeah. Uh, absolutely. Um, He's a weirdo. Yes. Fucking <laughs> like alien. He is. Yeah. He is a weirdo. Um, Amy Adams played Lois Lane. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah. Uh, let's see. Her big break. Uh, was playing cousin Beth in Buffy the Vampire Slayer. No, that was not her big break. Um, she was. <laughs> she, she was on the Office. For she a was minute. in that. Oh yeah, she was on the Office. She was in Buffy. Yeah. Uh, Norman Reedus was in the same episode of Buffy. She was in. Um, yeah. she, her big break was actually Drop Dead Gorgeous. Um, in '99. Oh, yeah. Uh, she yeah, was in Catch Me If You Can. Enchanted was what really got her well known. Shooting that as well. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, American Hustle, she was in, you know, since then. Uh, she, did she get an Oscar for Arrival? I feel like she got an Oscar for something. She, she's gotten an Oscar. She definitely that. got nominated for Arrival, and she got nominated for Julia and Julia. That's right. The, uh, oh, let, God. That movie. Let us not forget. Oh, sorry. No, I was just going to say Julia and Julia really didn't need to have the Julia part. It could have just been Julia. <laughs> <laughs> I actually I mean thought it was like the two Jakes. Kind <laughs> no, of thing. But seriously, the Julia Childs part was all I needed. I didn't need the Amy Adams part. Anyways, what were you going to say now? Yeah. Uh, I was going to say, let's not forget that she was the voice of Polly in Underdog. <clears throat> oh my God, that's right. That's oh my Polly God. Gerhardt. Was I that his love that. interest? Yeah, yeah. That was the girl yeah. dog that he was in love with. Um, <laughs> all right. So. Thought that movie was a fever dream. You had to bring yeah. it back up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Michael Shannon playing General Zod. Um, he got My a best guy. Yeah. He. Uh, I, uh, yeah. Great casting, if you ask me. But he, he was good. Terrible writing for Zod. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> um, yep. Well, and Michael Shannon said that he, <laughs> as far as he was concerned, this was kind of an Anthony Hopkins deal. No, no acting required. Uh, <laughs> Just uh, yell. Yeah, just just be angry. Now I'm going to say I'm going to get him, and then I'm going to go get him. Um, he was more laughable than Terrence Stamp, who I feel was supposed to be laughable at times. Yeah. yeah. Uh, God. Pocket snakes and shit. Oh, pocket snakes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let us not forget, this is the return of the Zod Squad. Yep. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. So yeah, Michael Shannon, he got nominated for a couple Oscars, one for Revolutionary Road, one for uh, Nocturnal Animals. That was after this. Um, he does a lot of like serious movies. However, I mean, yeah. However, his film debut was in Groundhog Day. Huh. Incredible. What? Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't remember who he played. Uh, he can be a true Really terrifying. Yeah, he can be terrifying. Present. Absolutely. Um, we saw him in Jonah X. Oh, sh- that's right. What the fuck? You know, I was 
I was reading a, a thing about him when I was sort of reading about the movie, and he apparently in theater school used to understudy every male role of every huh. production they were doing. So even if he didn't get a role, if somebody dropped out, he was just always there and ready to <laughs> jump in. He's like, you can't stop awesome. the sh- you can't stop the Shan man. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, uh, Kevin Costner plays Jonathan Kent. Uh, <laughs> yep. And he's Kevin yeah, Costner. I'm not going to go into him. He's Kevin Costner. If you don't know who Kevin Costner is, then <laughs> you're he was the postman. <laughs> he was Bull Durham. The best, uh, yeah. The best of his famous, films. <laughs> he, he had a field full of dreams. Yep. He, he, he lived in a water. I mean, world. I hear that he danced with wolves. He did. Yes, he did. <sighs> He had a tin cup. He protected Whitney. He chose the president. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Yes. (laughs) He did choose the president in JFK. Uh, Well, no. Swing vote. Swing vote he did. JFK, he went after the military industrial complex. Which explains Waterworld. Um, Diane Lane. (laughs) Yeah, it's a quick jump. I was just going to say that, though. I've never seen it. I hear that show Yellowstone is, is pretty good, but I haven't checked it out. But okay. honestly, I could have just watched a movie with Mom, Pa, Kent, Diane Lane, Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no. It was fine. It was that fine with like... them. Although then the... we would go off to Amy Adams and I'd be like, damn. <laughs> <laughs> Wish we are on that farm still. Yeah. Speaking of Ma Kent, we got Diane Lane as Ma Kent. Um, Thanos' ex-wife. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, she's currently married. Uh, no, no, she's not currently married. She was married to um, uh, Chris, to Christopher Nolan or Christopher Lambert. Yeah. Lambert. Lambert. Yeah. The Highlander. yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. She was in, oh God, Streets of Fire, that movie. I have to watch that again someday. It's a this weird fever dream from my childhood. Um, mm. She was a child actor, right? Yeah, she was Outsiders, Rumblefish, um, a bunch of yeah. a bunch of Essie Hinton movies that's done by Francis Ford Coppola. Uh, yeah, the Brat Pack. Yeah. yeah. Um, she was in a bunch of Coppola stuff, Cotton Club Jack. Um, she was also in, uh, let's see, 1992's Night Moves. <laughs> oh, she was in Judge Dredd. <laughs> uh, Murder at 1600s, The Perfect Storm. Must love dogs. Uh, yes, she must. She must. She must. <laughs> um, additionally, we've got, um, let's see, Lawrence Fishborn as Perry White. Fishborn. <laughs> Fishborn? He was born. He was born You've of the fish. That before. I know. Yeah. <laughs> I know. Fishborn. He is, he is the fishborn. The firstborn. He comes on the king tide. <laughs> uh Lawrence Fishburne is Perry White. Uh uh let's see. Anche Trow is uh the 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 lady that was supposed to the, the Zod Squad lady. Fiora oh, yeah. Feora Ull is her name, but we don't need to actually know that. Was that her name in uh Superman 2? No. No. Oh, yeah. it's it was, like, has it always been Feora? It wasn't Feora in Superman 2, I don't think. Because first felt was like it was guy. like in the, right? in the comic books, stuff. it is Feora. Well, there is a Feora, but the Superman two role was not Feora. Like it was like a made Deborah. for the movie character. Um, Islet Zora, well, name, yeah, yeah. 
Um, Ayelet Zur as Laura Lorvan. <laughs> That's her name. What? Laura Lorvan is Kalel's mom's. I assume her maiden name <laughs> because maybe they super child out of maybe Kryptonians don't get married. I have so many questions about this. Right. Yes, yeah, so many questions. Yeah. Um, Christopher Maloney as Colonel Nathan Hardy, um, best oh known God. as the guy that once replied to a tweet of mine. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. One th- yeah. <laughs> I, there was that show where he had the bunny, or was it a bunny? There was some animated Happy, character. Um, Happy. Yeah. Oh, Happy, yeah. Yeah. So, oh, I love that show. Yeah. Someone. Uh, <laughs> Someone on Twitter mentioned it, and I said I hadn't watched it yet. And Christopher Maloney replied to my tweet, big mistake, buddy. <laughs> I was like, okay, I'm sorry, Christopher Maloney. I'll watch your show. <laughs> I think Zack Snyder should do a TED Talk on how you can make Christopher Maloney, Maloney unentertaining. Oh, my God. Ooh, I didn't know you could. Yeah, yeah Look, This man did try to knife fight a Kryptonian, though, so... I guess it is a good day to die or whatever is dumb. (laughs) I will fight no more forever. Um, Yeah, he's he's Gordon on the Harley Quinn cartoon, right? Yes, he is. Yeah. 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 Oh, God, I love Gordon. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Russell Ira Crow. His middle name's Ira. Um, (laughs) As Jor-El. He's Russell Crow. Again, I love that man. And he couldn't have been lamer. Because of yeah, Boyer or Nolan I, or Snyder, somebody made him boring. His best parts were as a ghost. Yeah, yeah. yes. Not even they can give you new information, <laughs> but he can and introduce. He gives I know. new information constantly, and he's a hologram. Constantly, he introduces himself to Lois. It's like, I, how does he know like, that? Yeah, that was one of my questions. That how did he know who Lois Lane was? How did right, this hologram be. know who Lois Lane was? And that shit was trustworthy. Plugged into the internet. (laughs) (laughs) He Googled her? So, uh, yeah, I have so many questions about this, but is he coming from Clark's body? I don't know. He's coming from the thumb drive, the Superman thumb drive that (laughs) they put into (laughs) him. The Kryptonian ship is just all projector. The whole thing is a projector. (laughs) But is it it like communicating with Clark's physiological body parts to get information. That was my takeaway from that. I was like, is that That what the technology is? That's because that's neat, but they do have a lot of weird. The Kryptonians have a lot of weird, crunchy biomechanical stuff in this movie. Yeah, they they do. It's an interesting choice. They based most of their technology on those, those little things you put on your desk and you can put your handprint in it. The needle. (laughs) (laughs) It was very Borg-esque, yeah. Yeah. I just wish we could have got Russell Crowe reading some of those old, uh, some of those old uh, Brando lines. That would have been a lot better. That would have been fun. Yeah. Yeah. Drunk, drunk Brando. (laughs) Yep. Uh, uh, Scientist lawyer. (laughs) Scientist lawyer. And then we learn uh, Olympic diver also. Yeah. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Oh God. So all right, we've got um rounding out the cast, we got a bunch of people. Henry Lennox um as General Swanwick. Uh let's see, Christina Wren as Carrie Ferris, Captain Carrie Ferris, um, Richard Schiff as Dr. Emil Hamilton, Carla Gugino as the voice of Kellor, <laughs> the Kryptonian AI service robot. 
Hmm. Uh, uh, okay. Yeah, Carla. I'm sorry, Carla. Carla Gugino. Um, from like, yeah, this, like this boy's life. Um, True Beverly Hills. Night at the Museum. Um, yeah. So, uh, that's most of our cast there. Um, I don't really know. There's not much else to say about the production. They made this movie. They were planning on making a trilogy. Yeah. Instead, they went straight into Batman versus Superman. Uh, yeah. Um, interesting. Maybe not. Uh, Alessandro <laughs> Giuliani. Um, he was Officer Officer Sikowski in this. Uh, one of the the army guys. Mm-hmm. Um, he was the the actor who portrayed Doctor Emil Hamilton on Smallville. Oh, Ooh. interesting. Oh, uh, it was. Yeah, it was interesting. <laughs> that is Good interesting. <laughs> Thanks, Al. Um, this movie has fifty six percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Um, I don't know if you guys remember this guy, but um, the Purim guy showed up. Yeah. He's he posts anonymously, but he always mentions Purim. This was this isn't the Superman I know. I this isn't the Superman I know. I had to leave because my mom called me for Purim. We saw him on the Nolan. We saw him on Dark Knight before. Yeah, Nolan Burgers? No. Not no- guy. Yeah, no. yeah, the Purim guy, not the Nolan Burgers yeah, guy. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Purim. Yeah. Um let's see. Uh Molve <laughs> writes five powerful and moving. One of my all-time favorites. The liberal corporate critics are just triggered by Superman being a Christ allegory. <laughs> Five stars. <laughs> yeah, we just caught on. Thanks for yeah. the heads up. <laughs> Thank you. Um, Rogelio writes, the best Superman movie ever. Five stars. Joel writes, the worst Superman movie ever. Half a star. <laughs> <laughs> Takes all kinds to make a world. Uh, that's about all I got on this one, guys. Are you ready to yeah, let's just take it down? Yeah. You ready to jump into the movie? I'm going to dive off my dragon into a pool of brains and bodies. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Should I let him die? Yeah. Sure. Why not? This is Man of Steel. We open with Lara giving birth to Kal-El on Krypton. Um, It appears that she did not uh, receive uh, any drugs. Which maybe is something called. Well, Jor-El should they have looked the baby into. in secret, like in a bathtub. Yeah, it's <laughs> very like it's, it's very yeah. children of men. This whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Jor-El immediately leaves his wife to go out and talk to the government because the plan is going to blow up <laughs> apparently in twenty minutes. Yeah. <laughs> twenty minutes yeah. from now, the plan is going to blow up, but nobody really saw it coming. Uh, Zod breaks in to the government and tries to stage a military coup. He tries to convince Jor-El to join him. But Jor- what a day. Yeah, Jor- yeah, my son was born. I'm trying to <laughs> save the planet. There's a military coup. Uh, so, and I'm not even supposed no, to be I'm here. It's I'm my day off. In the oven. A yeah. pot roast? Yeah, I was going to say, where's the General Zod mixer <laughs> that they had? The, the, the cocktail party after. Uh, Jor-El says, no, I'm not into military coups, Zod. So they fight. And then Jor-El hops on his pet dragon to go steal a magic skull. What was the yeah. dragon's name? Like, what? Gnar or something? 
<laughs> I don't know. Uh, that was important. Hecknar Zuzu. No, I did not like those. Appa. Haraka. 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 I really, this is a trope I really hate when there's advanced technological societies that also have like yeah. flying animals yeah, they ride. Like, they just yeah. still like ride. Star Wars. People, well, yeah. Star Wars almost gets a pass because it's well, like. It does get a pass. In Star Wars, they're riding cows, you know, or horses kind of thing. Like, okay, I can see that. But like. Or, or giant geckos. Stuff? Yeah, but they're, or, or they're, they're also not usually riding the animals in the middle of like a bustling city full of spaceships. It's usually like on some yeah. distant planet where it's like the best mode of transportation available. It's I just feel like I can in. always, I can buy it in Star Wars, almost any version of Star Wars, but it just felt so out of place in this. It's so out so of place. Weird. People aren't riding their horses down the interstate. <laughs> like, like you don't ride an animal I through the middle of yeah. automated like machines. Well, and With your anti-gravity ships. Battle. There are, the coup is happening in the airspace over Krypton. In the background, <laughs> weird like, things. Yeah, yeah. is that it's it's like a civil war at this point. It's no longer a military coup. It is a full blown aerial battle over this. And city. what is the codex? And, right, it's the genetic it's information. Yes, it's, it's what Jeremy. Unobtainium. Yeah, that's what it is. It's one hundred percent. Yeah, it's it's the MacGuffin. Yeah. It's the MacGuffin. Yeah, but I'm with you. Can I ask a question about Jor-El? Because oh, yeah. this this is please. the thing that bothered me the yeah, most is so this dude's a scientist, right? <laughs> but he is also a lawyer, like some like yes. he's yeah. showing yeah. up to the government and he's like stating his case. Um he's also a master hand-to-hand combatant who's like beating up the most prominent general of the Kryptonian military. Is Jorel the most famous man on Krypton? He must be. Yeah, I mean, he has he's to like be because Kanye. he can do everything. <laughs> yeah, he's like my album drops two minutes before he's the like, planet blows. Check out my SoundCloud, by the way. <laughs> he's like, no, they my album dragon things. While I was flying on a dragon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's the world's best dragon flyer, and I don't know, like tankless scuba diving guy. What do they call that? I was Skin just gonna diving? say he's also yeah. fishborn. Because he can be underwater for a long time. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So he goes to the secret baby warehouse. He steals the magic skull. <laughs> okay. Hold on. Hold on. So, yes, okay. So the baby this. warehouse. This is when my brain like started to like think back through this sequence. The baby warehouse is from the Matrix. The flying dragon thing is from the fucking Avatar movies. Like, yep. how mm-hmm. many other tropes did they steal? In this first, like, uh-huh. ten minutes, minutes, you know, yeah, yeah, I and the oh, like, and yeah, go. the spelunking to get to the artifact, yes, you know, oh, it's a magical artifact. We don't keep it in a tomb, right? Like, it's, especially no. you know, like it, hippies on a weekend trip. They get to it. They, they keep well, it underwater at the pool at the bottom of the baby warehouse. <laughs> Can we also acknowledge that Krypton is definitely like a fascist state? Oh, yeah, absolutely. So. Like they're like totally governing. Like when when he says we had a child through natural childbirth, Zod goes heresy. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. destroy. It's it. illegal to have children. Yeah, right. absolutely. It's a fascist state. It's Krypton sucks because their leaders don't know the planet's is- blowing up in twenty minutes. No, I have a question. <laughs> it, it is illegal to have a baby. Clark has some issues with sexuality is it illegal for kryptonians to have sex too uh, 
I don't know. I mean, they if they're like, if they're in a no, in a no risk sort of scenario where it's like you can't have any kids. <laughs> yeah, ever. like did did Zod like, have he just to like sterilize everyone or? Yeah, did Zod <laughs> unsterilize himself and his wife? Did they not wear the Kryptonian prescribed condom, like the prophylactic <laughs> that they give you? Just because that they sure. give you, you know, the government issues you if you're going to fornicate. You know, the thing that's crazy is even on Krypton, it's still Trojan. That's still like, <laughs> it's still, it's still the yeah, most advertised brand. Well, yeah. Um, so, all right. So, it's ribbed for nobody's pleasure. <laughs> no pleasure on Krypton whatsoever. And, yeah. Um, real quick, I looked it up because I, I know I had seen um, the, the baby warehouse somewhere else. Um, the news it it's, it's next it door in, to the men's warehouse. <laughs> It was in another uh, Superman uh, franchise or Superman show. Uh, it was on in Krypton um, oh, most recently. I forgot but that I, show existed. I looked yeah. it up, uh, and it did come from the comics. Uh, it was f- the birthing matrix, they called it. And it was first introduced in Man of Steel number one in 1986. Okay. <laughs> so not, not made up for the movie. So the Matrix <laughs> stole the Matrix from the birthing Matrix <laughs> yes, in Superman. It would appear so. Um, so, all right. So Jarrell goes home and puts his baby in a spaceship. Uh, his newborn child is sending him to Earth to escape the planet because, again, it's going to blow up in 20 minutes. Zod arrives. He gets mad that they had a baby that wasn't from the baby warehouse. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Hold on. How about the fact that like um uh Lara is like we should go with our kid and he's like bro no we just send the we send the fucking baby by yeah. himself. He's right. and she's like but what if they kill him and he's like don't worry, he's going to be a god to these people. We're just going to die here. This and then is he's like because- hold up while I record all this shit. So yeah. <laughs> I, I, this is, this is my number one unanswered question. They have, we see thousands of ships capable of flying away from the planet. Like we see lots of technology. Why can't they fly away from the planet? Why is only a single baby capable of being saved from Krypton, a planet that's going to explode in 20 minutes? I think because that's what Jeremy decided saying, yeah. the planet was exploding. It's like they're just like, oh, gotta guess I'll this. die. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. It. I totally got tickets. <laughs> um, is the they didn't have to pack a lot of stuff for the baby. Everyone else would have had to like get their toiletries <laughs> um, together, Princess change Festival. of clothes. There weren't enough snacks to be completely honest. Like <laughs> this bag of checks mixes is only enough for one. Month. So before before we leave Krypton, I have I have a question about Krypton itself. And and he's gonna be a god to them. Young son, he'll drink in the radiation, blah blah blah. Yes, over it, wait, so. wait. I would like to for, for wait, wait. For an for an unanswered question later on, I'd like to point out, Brian, that yes, he does say a lifetime of drinking in the yellow sun's radiation will make him powerful a lifetime okay so please continue um uh yeah oh that is actually i see the point that you're making right now so krypton itself you're a normal functioning creature on krypton yet they are aware that on other planets they can be no given godlike powers 
yeah and specifically planet. planets with yellow suns you know how many yeah. yellow sun planets there are like, <laughs> like how many systems with two? yellow suns there are and also i want to ask this question if humans live under yellow sun radiation and we're normal if we go to a blue hypergiant or something like that right? do we become super tiny? yeah right so, uh, the the why yeah. why not go why, Why not all go? Why yes. not like everybody? Yeah, if we found out that blue stars gave us superpowers, humanity would be clamoring. To We'd get be off the Viltrumites. We'd be trying yeah. to go yeah. give some freedom to every planet, yeah. absolutely, in the universe. Absolutely, oh, we can be immortal. Yeah. So that we're they save these. Leave. They save these few psychopaths and cow. Oh, yeah, yeah. the psychopaths. Those are, are the accident. those are the ones who leave. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I know they were an accident. You know what I mean? Yeah. For sending people off the planet. But, but well, yeah. For three hundred cycles, and then Zod says yeah. you doomed us to an eternity. Like right. he gets parole. But time like. dilation. Yeah, but yeah. also, <laughs> but yeah. but also they send him into space, the place that's safest. That yeah, right. Point. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Which also, if the Phantom Zone is this other dimension. Why didn't they all go there? <laughs> yeah. Good Why don't point. they do yeah. anything, anything to save anyone from their planet? Because yeah. it sucks. <laughs> I guess I'll die. It, it does look so, like it sucks. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay. But before that happens, Zod kills Jorel with a knife, which leads us to wonder what the point of that fucking armor even was. <laughs> that shit I have no idea. Your fingers man. are protected. <laughs> yeah, your fingers are great. That's not that's not functional armor. No, <laughs> that shit is literally no. just like a rich people statement piece. It's the, like, it's made like Check out this bands. armor I've got. The slow bait. The slow blade pierces the shield. <laughs> yeah. oh, hey. I'm there. It was all Dune. It was Dune always. It was oh. Dune all along. Um, so all right. Do you think they and stored the in the thigh pads? So he didn't stab Damn, him very slowly. The no. I so, wanted to bring up the new Dune for yeah. so long. So all right. So um, they send the Zods. They put the Zod squad into big dildos and send them into space. <laughs> They're so phallic. What the hell? <laughs> they literally have balls. I like, they have two balls. Those are the most yeah, like, phallic <laughs> things I have ever seen. They are you know, babies or mages that they put people in. <laughs> you know, isn't it funny how the uh, houses are always mid central colonial and the penises are always circumcised? <laughs> <laughs> for no one's pleasure. <laughs> exactly. So they're all your guys. You guys are being a bunch of dildos. Getting these dildos. <laughs> oh, and we did we? Not I will never be killed by irony. The thing you need in a Superman origin story is a baby's penis. We yep. got it. <laughs> yep. We got a baby, baby penis. This. That's Superman all we needed. Tradition. Yeah. yeah. So like. All right, so and he's an alien. Like, if you're gonna do it every time, give him a weird old alien. Yeah, give him like a fucking you know what it is? It's, that thing. Or well, something. I was gonna say it's it's they literally do it just so that they, without getting an R rating, can answer the question all of the weirdos on Reddit ask about <laughs> Superman and Lois's relationship. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Look, his equipment's the same. It's fine. It's all fine. Don't worry about it. Everything's fine. It's going to be fine. Don't think about that. Yeah. So, all right. That's a good point. So, the Zod squatter in space, the planet explodes, then we cut to Call L arriving on Earth. Then we cut to an adult Clark on a fishing boat. He saves a bunch of oil drillers in a rig that's on fire with his super strength. Then well, we and once again, I know it doesn't make for a good superhero, but it looks like the most interesting shit would have been that. Same with like Bruce Wayne. Like, 
I would have liked to seen more of their journey before they become who they are. Because yeah. that makes mm-hmm. sense that that, Cal, that Clark would go on a, a walkabout, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Or if, if I did really Josh, like that. it makes sense yeah. that he would wander in the desert before returning to <laughs> yes, <laughs> assemble that's right. his to his father. Oh, yeah. Returning yep. to his father. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So uh, then we cut back to Clark in school as a child. Puberty's pretty rough. <laughs> he hears and sees everything, so he hides in the closet while his teacher invites the other children to come gather around and laugh at him. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, kids. Let's go bully this weirdo. <laughs> yep. I can't leave People you in the room by yourself. <laughs> Everybody watch Clark. Is that how I'll you right back. is that how you handle kids out? <laughs> you gather the other gathers the other around to bully them. Um so then Ma can't arise and talks him <laughs> talks him out of his K-hole. Um meanwhile. <laughs> uh as in, let's see, we cut back to Clark as an adult. He swims to shore and steals some conveniently Henry Cavill-sized clothing. Yeah, he is a big man. He is a, apparently he, um, they, so apparently he was offered steroids, which he refused from the, from the, uh, Production. the studio. Yeah. yeah um, because he wanted to be, get that big on his own. And he also refused to shave his chest. So Superman having chest hair is all on Henry Cavill, which I support. Which is great. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I support that. Yeah. There's no need He's for like him to be a dolphin. He's like the Ubermensch of nerds because this dude was like playing World of Warcraft yeah. when he got the call that he got yeah. Superman. And then he's just like, you know what? I'll just get real jacked and then I'll just do more nerd stuff, but I'll be like this beautiful Jack nerd. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I support well, everything. It's funny. Literally, Superman created by two Jew Phils um, was the Superman. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, so, all right. Uh, we cut back to his childhood. Um, what uh, what Jeremy said about uh, him being a nerd, uh, we often forget that uh, Superman Clark Kent is a genius level intellect. Hey, yeah, he's a nerd. Um, and he could have done anything he wanted. I'll get to that later. Um, yeah, we'll have been a lawyer, scientist, deep sea diver, whatever he decides he can be. He'll do anything he wants, and he does. Um, so, all right, cut back to childhood. Clark's getting bullied by an overweight ginger kid on the school bus. <laughs> For, At least he's not a little French kid like yeah. in Hancock. <laughs> At least he's <laughs> not The unexplainable bully of all yeah. time. Uh, <laughs> the bus goes into a river over a bridge. Clark saves all the kids. And apparently this makes the ginger bully's parents very angry. Yeah, I know. How dare you saw save your, our ch- He saw your son save our children. <laughs> How yeah. dare you? So my question is, well, really more statement. The most unrealistic thing about this movie is, first off, Clark is in this super tiny Kansas or wherever they are, um, uh, town, and he's different. And one, they did not come up with one slur for him. The whole time he was there, <laughs> or when Superman like reveals himself to the public, and now there's like a literal alien on Earth. No one is like he's in New York or in small. No one's yelling slurs at this dude. If this was really America, we'd have had one alien slur in there by the oh, end yeah. of the movie. Oh yeah, totally. Yeah, they're one hundred percent. Would be a word that you can't say on TV about him. <laughs> That's an interesting point too. We get zero reaction from the world. 
that there are aliens here. Zero reaction. And not just alien, but aliens. Mm -hmm. But we do get some of that same thing that's even since the moment where they know this man is powerful, yet they talk shit. Kind of what you were saying. Yeah. You know, like, well, yeah, even just a weird and bully. They put him in handcuffs and he's flying. He flies up to you and you put him in handcuffs. Are you delusional? Yeah. You have your mom come in to school. Uh, You know what I mean? Like, if I saw that and he saved my life, I'd be like, yeah, cool. You and me. Yeah. We're good, bro. Unspoken secret. Yeah. Yeah. Good. If I'm Pa Kent, if I'm Pa Kent and they're like, we saw what your son did, I'd be like, what are you going to do about it? If he can, right. if he can, you've seen him get on move a bus. Yeah, but you need to. <laughs> yeah, but instead, Pa Kent tells Clark that in order to avoid attention, he should just let kids die. Maybe. <laughs> what a oh, weird written Shrug. moment. Should I have just let them die? Maybe. Maybe. Yeah. Why not? <laughs> why not just say yeah. They're humans. Fuck those people. Like <laughs> we're lesser life forms than you, Clark. Let why us is all it die. vague? Yeah, yeah. Because they'll experiment on you. They'll destroy yeah. you. They'll blah blah blah. Yeah. You'll never get to live your life if you keep saving other people's lives. And he's all, "What about firemen? Shut up, Clark." Yeah. Well, well, yeah. That gets to the point where it's like, <laughs> like, like, like Jonathan Kent is basically saying your life is worth more than their life. That's one hundred percent what he's saying. That's exactly what he's saying. Yeah. So, um, Pa clo- shows Clark the uh, spaceship that he came to Earth in, and apparently, <laughs> um, and uh, the thumb drive that Jor-El sent with him, the thumb drive which is made, which he showed to a metallurgist, and the metallurgist said this does not appear on the periodic table, and then told nobody about it. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Do you think Pa Kent murdered that metallurgist? I think Bro. so. Oh, if he's willing like, to let the kids die, yep, he killed that like, metallurgist. Maybe it's not from this planet. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Super cash. Yeah. yeah. Um, so Clark is all like, I don't want to be an invincible, handsome alien god. And Pawkins like, too bad. The only thing that thumb drive had on it was the soul of Jor-El and the Limp Biscuit playlist. <laughs> I was going to say, and his resume, his journalism resume that he's trying to fucking but it's tinker all, with. But it's out of date. It ends in like 1997. <laughs> oh, great. Yeah. It's like, I don't know how to talk Typing about this. skill. It's like these five years where I was working on my novel, I have to come up with something for that. So <laughs> you said just your screenplay accidentally. There are a lot of moving parts <laughs> to this thumb drive thing getting to Paw Kent. Was that... Uh, Jorel's intention to get it to pocket. When the ship lands, someone's going to get the little stick and give it to the kid. What if they like took it? Yeah, left the kid. Know. Yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> there's People a lot of what there, any, there should have been some Jarrell Pawkent moments because. Jarl can interact with people he's never met before. And yeah. Mm-hmm. Should have been like, how you doing raising Clark? Oh, it's going all right. You know, yeah. chatting yeah. like he does. Yeah, there should have been like a, some some co-parenting going on here. Yeah. yeah. You, you, parenting he's so is a partnership. Aware, he can tell Lois where to turn to avoid getting hit. <laughs> right? you know, like, why can't he just hang out in the barn with Paul? Yeah, they're hanging out and uh, Jonathan like tosses a can of beer to him. And it goes through him. And Jarrell's <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, Johnny. <laughs> um, it's back it's with, their thing. Yeah, back with adult yeah. Clark, he gets bullied in his job 
as a busser in a Canadian truck stop because I would definitely bully a dude that's six inches taller than me and jacked. Right? Yep. <laughs> the most unrealistic bass? bullying ever. Ever. Always. And even, even in, the waitress, even the waitress, he's like getting ready to step to the guy. And even she sees the writing on the wall like, yo, 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 just chill, man. You're yeah, going to destroy this man. But like picking yeah. the dude up and throwing him out of the truck stop instantly. The first thing that happens then when a six foot five dude picks up another guy and throws him out of a truck stop is I think, oh, he must be an alien. <laughs> no. Right. <laughs> I think oh, that's right. what happens when you mess with a six foot five humongous well, man. I mean, if, if yeah, Clark if can write warrior. with a pencil and not break it, he can pick up a human being and not throw them 400 miles per hour. Yeah. So, you know? Well, like we'll also talk about that too. Yeah. So, but yeah. no, no, but instead, instead he's going to very subtly <laughs> take his truck and put it on the top of telephone poles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He risked doing get? that outside the window making a ton of noise because his powers are not silencing no. loud things. Well, and, and the first point, of many can't fly either. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm. So he, he, did, kind of, he had to do this in a very noisy, well, noticeable way. Yeah. And it's did. the first little um, ding of the bell for the long history of Superman destroying shit that affects other people and he doesn't have to. No. It's like the famous joke of the like saving the kid from the train. Instead of kidding a kid off the tracks, he stands in front of the train so the train can be demolished. Smashes the train. It's yeah, derailed. He's always doing that. Well, and yeah, instead of throwing his truck in half, no, I'm going to take out power for this little fucking town. Well, and instead, this, this in- is the Hancock Part Two episode, right? Uh, that was like <laughs> one of the best it. moments. And Hancock was, why didn't you just go up? <laughs> right. Yeah. No, instead. That's exactly right. Absolutely. No, instead of just throwing this guy out of the truck stop, he ruins his livelihood. <laughs> he's a trucker. And he interrupted the supply chain. Yeah. Well, and he's probably trapped at that truck stop with that waitress now. <laughs> <laughs> He just made yep. things difficult for everybody. He made, you, and a bunch of people. Oh, it's like, oh, how do you get a truck up there? I have a good question. How do you get it down? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, it's full of questions. Yeah. So, all right. So, meanwhile, Lois Lane, intrepid impro- uh, reporter for the Daily Planet, is in Canada at an American military base where there's some artificial object in the ice. Did anyone else take, did it take anyone else a few tr- things to notice that it was Clark that was taking her bags off the helicopter? No, yeah, oh, I noticed. Right oh, away. I noticed that immediately. Like, I didn't. Yeah, it like took shouting me. at uh, yeah, I Joe. missed it. Joe, yeah, Joe. Joe will take your bags. Yeah. Careful, they're heavy. So there's a couple. So all right. So then she spots Clark going into the cave. Um, yep. Uh, and uh, uh, well, a little yeah. underdressed. Yeah, absolutely. And well, and tunneling lasers. Maloney's character says to her, <laughs> "Be careful outside. It drops to forty below." At nighttime. Mm-hmm. Yep. And she steps outside, face mm-hmm. uncovered, camera no in hand, I, just yeah. walking outside to take photographs. I have been You've in lived in Milwaukee. Right? I have, I have been in that weather. You do not go out like that. You, you will die. die. Yes. Yeah. You yep. literally die. She yep. walks up the same mountain path that she saw Clark on. Yeah. In negative 40 below. Dressed in the fucking Gap Winter Collection. So this also, this also, okay. There's a couple things here. So one, either it's Clark's first day, conveniently the day that Lois arrives, or two, he decided to wait to tunnel in until he saw the reporter arrive, and they reveal him to her 
immediately and unceremoniously. Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah. She doesn't if, know Clark. What if Clark has like a. What if Clark has like a Hellboy thing? Like you remember in the Hellboy movies, he's always trying to get discovered mm. by the public. He's like, oh. it's my moment. Clark is. What if Clark is like, it's my moment. It's time. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe. But it then makes more the very last scene, he sort of goes against that idea. Yeah. Yeah. So ruins that satellite for looking for him. But yeah, she just walks in. That's very. I don't know. Chris Reeve had turned time backwards. God. All right. All right. So inside the ship, Clark inserts his thumb drive and the ship's floating defense Roomba comes online. Um, (laughs) Lois follows into the ship and despite Clark's hearing, he doesn't know she's there. Also, the thumb drive doesn't go all the way in at first. So he then gets attacked (laughs) by the robot. Yeah, and like, then he has to yeah. push it in the rest of the way. It it's like it's like in the original NES, you can't just push it in, you also have to press it down. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. The, that's the uh, sex talk that Jarrell has. <laughs> you, you can't just push it in, you also have to press it down. <laughs> Son. Before you push it all the way in. I thought you had to wiggle it around in there too, man. Look, oh, all I'm saying is left, myth. right, left, right, down, up, down, up. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure that thumb drive is balls deep. Because <laughs> everything from Krypton is phallic. That's the little box that pops up on Windows. Make sure uh, the thumb drive is balls deep. Yeah. So, all right. So, um, Lois falls into the ship, gets attacked by the Roomba. Clark saves her and patches up her wound, which is, it's always sexy. <laughs> Open wounds are always sexy. Well, also, he <laughs> so cauterizes convenient. her wound. Through her sweater. Yes. She has He's internal a bunch of fabric there. And he manages to s- stop the internal hemorrhaging from the inside before he burns the outside without getting the sweater in there. Like, I'm not a doctor, but I assume you would be like, hold on, I'm going to pull up your, your sweater just to reveal your wound and I'm going to cauterize this. Yeah, for this laparoscopy. This is like the most puritanical missionary cauterizing of a wound I've ever seen. Yeah, you you would generally try to avoid getting rayon (laughs) in a wound. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, You don't want wool. (laughs) You don't want wool and shit. So, all right. Doctor says I'm not supposed to get wool in it. She is walking. Immediately afterwards, yes. Immediately afterwards. Yeah. And for the rest of the movie. In negative 40 degree weather. (laughs) So the spaceship breaks out of the ice and flies away. Lois writes a story about this and is shocked that the editor of the world's most prestigious newspaper doesn't want to print her expose on ancient aliens. Clark flies a spaceship somewhere else on Earth. Mm -hmm. And no satellite picked it up. Not he, one. Nope. He decides he doesn't want to take this spaceship to the fucking moon or nope. to Mars or to nope. Jupiter or something to sort this nope. shit out. He goes to where Greenland or something like somewhere mm-hmm. the Arctic. Yeah. Wherever he Even goes. Even when he purposely destroys a satellite, he throws it on the ground at Earth. <laughs> he doesn't throw it into the sun like we've always asked. Yeah. Throw it into the it's, sun. Clark. Yeah. It's easy enough to just let gravity do its part. Throw it at the sun; it'll yeah. it'll get there. Yeah, I'm gonna crash this motherfucker in front of this jeep. Yeah. So, but also, what? he grew up on Earth, a product of American culture about ray guns and spaceships. And this man takes a spaceship like it's a fucking Cessna turboprop and flies it somewhere else. He's like, "Oh, uh, this parking space is taken. I guess I'll park it somewhere else in the ice." Like, 
Yeah. Dude, it's a spaceship. Go fly somewhere mm-hmm. for like 15 well, minutes like and figure out your uh, connection with your dad in space. Right. So, yeah. Well, he saw it and discovered it was the space equivalent of a Pinto. It was like, <laughs> yeah, you have to. <laughs> mom and dad, let me have the keys. We're going to White Castle, guys. <laughs> oh, mom and dad left me the keys is exactly what Galileo was. The, uh, the window wouldn't roll up. Well, luckily, luckily, there's his dad's special suit is on board. That so, I, so I it, have a, I have a theory about this as well. Fabricated. Yeah, because in the original yeah. Superman movie, Jor-el sent that wow. suit with with him with him. Well, this the one, cape. The, yeah. Well, this one just happened to be. Fully on display in the sh- yeah. in the uh, you know the 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 men's warehouse section of the ship. <laughs> yeah, well, well and the I baby mean, wear it yeah. fit it fits very very well. It does very well. Um, yeah, it's the fall collection. Yeah, I I assume that that was uh, taken from his imprint as he walked into the ship and then made because it was a wasn't that oh. like a colony investigation? What do they call it? A scout ship. It was, yep. yeah. Mm-hmm. So they probably had stuff to make stuff for surface oh, yeah. adventures or something. Uh, but, well, when you're talking about that kind of race, you just assume they've got some kind of sci-fi fantasy yeah. nonsense like replicators. Yeah, yeah. they do. Well, also, yeah. this ship funny. was stranded, crash-landed on Earth, but for, it's fully functioning. Yeah, for tens of thousands of years. Yeah, yeah totally yeah, works well, still. Well, yeah, Why did those Kryptonians true. die on the ship? Again? Exactly. Because yeah. well, low-key... There's some gods somewhere. Just like, <laughs> yeah. <"Oops." laughs> but you're right. Why didn't our son protect them? Yeah. Well, like you mentioned, throw a lifetime of exposure to the sun's radiation. Yes. A well, lifetime. It's adolescence. It's explicitly yeah. stated. Yes. Yeah. A lifetime or puberty. Yeah. Somewhere. In well, there. either that, but certainly not the day not and a half that Zod yeah. spends there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I know exactly. Um. So. Right. So. All right. So. Yeah. She puts. Uh, uh. Lois puts her story on 4chan or something, and then at the <laughs> North Pole, Clark in the spaceship, um, finds the hologram of his dad, who explains his whole backstory, gives him his costume. Clark puts it on, practices flying for a while. He goes home and finds that Lois has tracked him down <laughs> to. <laughs> to uh, Smallville. How many times do you think she uh, said, I was wondering when you'd show up to somebody who wasn't Clark behind her? <laughs> it's like, I'm using the weed whacker on the. Well, that's just one on of those movie here. things. I will admit, twice I turned around and nobody was there. <laughs> one time it was an old lady who was here to meet somebody off of Tinder. Possibly the most important question I'll ask on this podcast ever is how did he shave? What, yeah, in a we, mirror. Uh, talked about this with his uh, with his laser eyes. There was that comic strip where, yeah. But why well, didn't it? Why didn't his laser eyes? But wait, like, why don't his laser eyes burn the hair off of Zod or any of the other Kryptonians oh, when they're you, like catching heat off each other? You know how he shaved, right? Sponsored by Gillette. That's how he <laughs> shaved. <laughs> You're right. Uh, <laughs> but you remember in Superman four when they made Nuclear Man? Um, they took that strand of Superman's hair, which we laughed because it was huge, as if he had a mane <laughs> like of a hair. Yes. But then, yeah, we started talking because, yeah. like, it's indestructible, but Lex cuts it <laughs> immediately. Yes, I've I've honestly repressed the memory of Superman four. <laughs> yeah, it's those fingernails. <laughs> so that, we uh, all had, but we, we seem to do this to ourselves. Yeah. Um. So all right. So Clark. Uh. 
Clark tells uh, Lois he doesn't want any publicity. We flash back to Clark as a teenager. They're driving, and there's a tornado. And to prove a point, his dad decides to die. <laughs> yes. Guess I'll just die. And this is yep. teenage Cavill. So he is a very He's, big teenager. I'm supposed to believe this dude is 15. Like, yes. right? giant grown Fuck man. You, dad. dad, you're not my real dad. So there's two major things. <laughs> yeah, you're not my real dad. Gotta love that. There's two major things in this scene. One, Number one, there's a number of ways Clark could have helped save the dog that wouldn't make those people immediately think, hey, he's an alien. Dude yeah. can jog still. Yes. Literally could have run up and like just broken the seat forward real like casual life. Yeah. <laughs> no yeah. one would have said anything. Well, or he could have gotten sucked up into a tornado. I was going to say. And could gone just, back to mom, pa, Ken's house, and they'd be like, we tell no one, you know? <laughs> yeah. Or we can chalk it up to this insane, you know, sometimes tornadoes can pick up a pond full of frogs. Yeah. And redeposit them. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? There's just a like lot Clark of things. You know, leap or jump or pick something up and chalk it up to the crazy atmosphere. There, yes. There's a lot of things you could have done. and <laughs> yeah. But you know one thing you never do in a tornado? Hide under an underpass. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. You never talk about never. Honestly, this scene is probably my biggest gripe with this whole movie from a fundamental level. And it is, it gets the whole point of Jonathan Kent's death wrong. And the whole point of Jonathan Kent's death is that it's, it's supposed to symbolize the fact that as powerful as Clark is, yes, there are some things he cannot affect. And then instead you put him in a situation where there's some si- sort of like weird stoic restraint he's showing uh, rather than his yes. father dying of a heart attack. Heart attack. In, right. a, in, a, in a way, like Clark, as powerful as you are, nothing you could have done would have stopped your father from dying that, from this random, yes. unchangeable heart event. Attack. That yeah. that was the point of Jonathan Kent's death Good in point. the comics and in the original film series is that you can't be powerful enough to save everybody. There's no way you can do that. You have to understand mortality and death. Right. Uh-huh. That's not a revenge situation. Yeah. Um. But all right. So, anyways, Kent dies. <laughs> Jonathan Kent <laughs> dies. <laughs> and then back in the present, Perry suspends Lois for putting her story on the internet. Clark tells his mom that he found his alien roots and he's converting to Hasidic Kryptonianism. <laughs> <laughs> he's going to go on a mission. Yeah. She looks so hurt when he tells her. Yeah. It's like, yeah. is that necessary to like suggest that she act hurt? Yeah. I know. Why did, like, and, she should and, be happy for him. She, she should, should be, be like, really I'm so happy. glad, son. I'm so glad that you understand where you came from yeah absolutely and like a normal human parent would say like i'm so happy you found them but i'm still your mom Mm -hmm. yeah exactly like simple as that not like muttering under breath stupid aliens (laughs) never change your diapers um, could you give me a hand on the farm right quick before you bounce you paint the house before you leave (laughs) the fucking thing still appetated yeah i'm dying out here man for a super for a superhuman son clark is kind of shit at helping his widowed um, mother out yes yeah. in batman superman i don't know one of them i was watching recently there's even a moving crew that brings her back in the house after yeah. bruce wayne gives her the family farm back because the bank yeah. bruce it. takes bruce takes better m- care of her yeah yes but there's a moving van yeah they hired yeah. motherfuckers to move her shit back in the house mm-hmm. her son is superman yeah 
Bruce is like calling he's him every standing. week, like, you checked on Martha this week, right? He's like, I don't know. He's yeah. like, you got to check on Martha. She has the same name as my mom. <laughs> She's like Cheerios, remember? <laughs> so, like right. showing up over there, like, can you make me pancakes, mom? <laughs> what did you say? I mean, Martha. <laughs> did you mow the lawn? No. It's like, I, I bought you this pearl necklace. Can you wear it? <laughs> <laughs> I think you misunderstood the point of that story. Um, so, <laughs> so military guys find a spaceship arriving in Earth orbit. It makes the evening news. <laughs> then Zod hacks into Earth, all of Earth's media, and in in a video that was apparently like edited by Trent Reznor, tells them that he wants them all to surrender Kal El, or he'll destroy all of humankind. Clark looks at the ship. He looks at it. Yes. Like he's got superhuman vision. Like I don't discount that. But the the odds of him being right over Kansas? Kansas? Oh, the odds in this movie. Mm. Like, well, maybe they you were sensing Kryptonian uh, ship material, but also there's a fuck ton of ship materials wherever Clark parked that spaceship. Yeah. They don't. Like his little phallic uh, tube that he came in. They don't find anything. They have to ask Clark where stuff is. They can't find yeah. anything. They just happen to be over Kansas. Yeah. Uh, just like yeah. the way you met Lois. pretty big to see things from space. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So Lois gets taken into custody by the military and Clark goes to church and then has a flashback about getting bullied again. Again. Clark suits up, arrives at the military facility where Lois is being held. He tells them he'll surrender to Zod if they release her. Zod sends a ship to get Kal-El and Lois for reasons. And Clark secretly gives Lois his thumb drive with his dad on it. There's a bit where they explain that the Kryptonian atmosphere in the ship makes Clark weak. Then he and Zod have some sort of mind meld. Mind song. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. Um, he explains his backstory to Kal-El, tells him that they were freed by the explosion of Krypton and flew from Kryptonian outpost to outpost, collecting equipment, including a terraforming machine they call the World Engine. Yeah, the Genesis Project, as it's known. Yes. I just, I want to take a moment right here to point out, even though this was one of those Anthony Hopkins, uh, no acting required kind of moments, there are a few moments where Michael Shannon, like, shows us a little something, like some of Zod's quieter brooding, angry moments. There's like, Mm -hmm. there's something there, and it disappoints me because I love the casting in this movie Mm -hmm. so much. Mm-hmm. To see like all that potential in those moments where he's like looking at Kal-El and he's like hungry and predatory. And it's like, you guys so fudged this character by making him a mustache twirler. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Plus, and and giving him the 90s George Clooney haircut, too. Oh, yeah, my gosh. gosh. Yeah. He's just, <laughs> this, this, um, the conquering, you know, emperor haircut. Oh. Yeah, I'm mm. sure it was frustrating because unlike Anthony Hopkins, this dude is, you know, he, he's he's making his chops right now. So the no acting required was probably quite disappointing. Probably. Yeah. I'm yeah. sure he was probably trying to do whatever the fuck he could yeah. to make it interesting, if nothing else, for himself. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Like, Anthony Hopkins, you're yep. going to be Odin. Yeah, roger that. <laughs> like, I've been doing this for 60, 70 years. Uh, I don't care. So, yeah, all right. 
So, yeah, the Kryptonians came to Earth when the ship that Clark woke up called them there. Zod wants pitches his plan to Clark to call L. And his plan is like, <laughs> we're going to kill all the humans in order to make it habitable for us. You won't have God powers anymore. Plus, I killed your dad. You want to join me? Open an Italian <laughs> restaurant. Yeah. Hey, here. it's Uncle. It's Uncle Zod. Hey, <laughs> what a kooky character! Want to go? Well, want to go get a tattoo? <laughs> and he calls him Cal the yeah. whole time. Cal. Yeah. The hell? He's like, look, Cal. me and your dad were basically best friends. I know I killed him, but I want you right. to know the same love and affection <laughs> I had for your father that transfers to you. And when I, I kill him, even yeah, when I stab you to death, it will be with the utmost love. <laughs> Yeah, he's like, I was as surprised as he was that I killed him. <laughs> your birth was pure heresy. I was waging a coup. Uh-oh. The planet was blowing Here up. Here I go killing so again. we got to know each other. <laughs> a lot of respect. Also, so Jor. 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 Knew that Clark would have superpowers from the yellow radiation yeah, magic. Yes. Um, but Zod... What's Zod's last name, by the way? Does he have a last name? Is he like Zod fan? It's like Zod, it's like Cher. Zod, Zodwitch. Spiderman. Um <laughs> so did he Zodman. like not know Zod Zodman? That Clark was gonna have superpowers? <laughs> did he think Clark was just gonna be a regular dude? Yeah. It's his that he didn't Again, know. It comes back to the question of why not just like be like, cool, we're gonna kill everybody on Earth and keep the conditions as they are, and we're gonna get used to it. And be much, much yeah. better. Yes, because apparently yeah, it's only going to take us. Up cloud city. It's only yeah. going to take us like two or three hours to get used to it, and then we'll be gods. Also, why not use the world engine on Mars? Yes, for real. Yes. All of these habitable spots. Yes. Yes. Oh, look, the... even then, go to a planet closer to the sun and be like super gods. Then. Yeah. There's a million things they could have done that wasn't terraforming Earth. They could have terraformed yeah. anything anywhere. And not had to have dealt with Kal-El. Zod had that haircut, so This gets though. to one of my notes. My notes about terraforming in this movie. And it is, this is a holdover. The whole setup for the terraforming machine, which when you think about it and you look at the terraforming machine, you'll get this. This is a holdover from the Kevin Smith script of mm. Superman Lives. When the producer said he wanted Superman to fight a giant spider. Yeah, John and Peters. Kevin Smith. Yep, John Peters. He and so Kevin Smith wrote a thing called the Tagtharian Snare Beast that Superman was <laughs> going to fight. And so this script evolved, and it's got a bunch of different elements that other people have left in it. Nolan yeah. and Goyer, Goyer didn't really write this. This has J.J. Abrams, Kevin Smith, and Tim Burton all over absolutely and so the world engine yeah so jj abrams had the flyby script which kept this stupid thing in it somehow and we get to this point where superman still has to fight a giant spider mm-hmm. for no reason right which, which, and john peters did get his giant spider in wild wild west anyway wild, wild west yep. he, yeah this dude is like two for two on giant spiders yeah yeah, the dude was obsessed. So, all right, all right. So, mean, um, so uh, meanwhile, um, Zod heads to Earth to rough up an old lady. Um, <laughs> and me- meanwhile, on the ship, Lois inserts her thumb drive and puts Jor-El into the ship. 
Jor-El changes the ship's atmosphere to Earth's and helps Lois uh, get to an escape pod, telling her the secret way to stop the world engine. And because of Russell Crowe, it was really amusing. Like, I liked all the jor mm-hmm. but yeah, yeah, that was stupid. Yeah, it was dumb. Stupid. Yeah. That it was, was so, so interactive. Yes, <laughs> yeah. it was. Yeah. Um, Lois straight up downloaded LimeWire onto that Kryptonian <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah. He could tell her left and right. Yeah. Yeah, he knew where go every... Go left, go right. Yeah. So My left I, or your AI, AI... Did she have to leave the thumb drive in the ship for him to work on that? Because she could have put that thing in. He could have loaded it into the ship and she could have taken it with her. Yeah, but she doesn't take it out, at least not on screen. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so, all right. So, um, Kal-El gets his strength back, talks to his dad. He flies away to save Lois from her crashing escape pod. Meanwhile, Zod tries to get Ma Kent to reveal where the Codex is. Kal-El arrives and fights the Zod squad in the middle of a motherfucking town. Downtown Smallville. So Always. we've already asked questions about the Codex, but he doesn't say to her, it's a little black skull, you know? <laughs> Have you seen like it? yellow lines on it. <laughs> right. No, yeah. wait, hold on. Hold on. Wait. But his dad downloaded the Codex into him. Into him, yes. Yeah. But they don't yeah. know that. Yes. That's right. Yeah. And she's so like, like, he is the Codex. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. So, um, <laughs> the he, child is the truth. Yeah. Call L is able to hold his own against so many because the Zod's helmets keep breaking and they're not used to the Earth's atmosphere. So they fight a while. The military gets involved. Eventually, they destroy most of the town. Luckily, everyone evacuated 15 minutes before they started doing this, apparently, because there's nobody Same around. There's yeah. no one in Metropolis either. Pete. No. They're Except all inside Pete the building. In the IHOP. Yeah. No, yep. in Metropolis, they're, they're not inside the buildings inside. because they break through building after building after building that are empty. Oh, that's because the people got vaporized immediately. Okay. By the there weren't, people, well, there the weren't people in the buildings until Batman versus Superman. Then it was, there were people in the buildings. But there never is. It's always so. It's like we said earlier with the train and shit, especially the battle in Metropolis. The ocean is just like right there. Right. Yeah. Yep. Aren't they yeah. on water like Gotham and New York? Yeah. Like, like you know, or space like, exactly or space. Throw that guy into the away. Well, Even the, in Marvel movies, literally in Superman, anything into the sun. There's a whole scene in Superman too where he's leading Zod away from Metropolis to save the lives of the civilians. Yeah, right. They totally abandoned that shit, and yeah, even Tony is like, "Get the Hulk out of town." Yeah, you know? yeah. And, and they I introduced mean, damage control. In in uh, far from home, but in well, DC, the, it's the first like, Avengers, Cap is like telling the cops how to evacuate the city. Right, you know? that's he, the biggest all the time. I think of this movie Civil is, War is the fallout. In yeah, Metropolis. Civil War. They they get out into the airport because it's like we're gonna scrap out here because there's not a bunch of people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yes, so, exactly. All right, there's like a callous disregard for overall oh, humanity really callous, really, really callous weird. disregard yes yeah, absolutely the only person and, we see him save is lois and, and you know what like in a batman movie it would be kind of on brand but in a superman movie it is strikingly like discordant with for real yeah but i've seen batman well, he, react yes. like cap before you know yeah like, protect yeah. these civilians yeah and yeah. he has no power oh, yeah. and batman is always batman is always saving civilians we do yep. i mean technically clark so he does save the kids on the bus and then gets chastised for it he does save the oil rig people and yeah. he saves the people that zod are holding hostage 
at the end. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like the the seven people that are in Metropolis. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. So, Why didn't the fishborn take to the sea? <laughs> <laughs> so Clark. Um, so they decide Clark's or they decide Superman the military guys decide Superman's a good guy. Um, must have been all the buildings he destroyed. Then Clark goes back home. Lois shows up. <laughs> Somehow she got the policeman to drive her to Clark's <laughs> farm. Kid. Um, yeah. So, uh, and then, um, there's a back on Zod's ship. There's the scientific Kryptonian with the incongruously German accent tells Zod that the codex was downloaded to Clark's DNA. Zod releases the world engine which mostly seems to be like an earth plunger. It just makes stuff go up and down a lot. Yeah. Um, it's like <laughs> breaks whatever's on the surface. Yeah. Into smaller parts. What is the it Omni doing? The Omnidroid from the Incredibles. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Mm, yep. Yeah. Um, and then uh, the, one half goes to the Indian Ocean. Then the other half, which is part of that part of Zod's ship, goes over Metropolis. They do the big gravity terraforming thing. It's bad. Lots of people will die if there were lots of people in this city of 12 million. <laughs> They're all on vacation. Yeah. They're like, it's, po- it's, it's just the staff of the Daily Planet. Not even just the whole the, staff, just the, the staff, senior yeah. editorial staff. And her friend, <laughs> which they show and seems like she is her sassy friend, but they. Oh, like, and what? retroactively, Bruce Wayne. Bruce yes. Wayne is definitely there yeah, driving there. a police car through the wreckage. Absolutely. That's true. They were yeah. in the what, Affleck. Yeah, 100%. So Superman, go, yeah. Superman goes to stop the world engine ship in the Indian Ocean. The military launched their mission to Metropolis and take the always necessary newspaper reporter with them on their military <laughs> mission. Always. Yeah. Um, they need her for her tactical knowledge. Yes. Yeah. It's like, I understand embedded reporters, but this is happening in real time. She's not embedded. She just happened to be yeah. along. <laughs> no. That's well, I mean. She just couldn't think she, she, or what was it? She can't think without a flak jacket on or. Yeah. Was her line. Oh that yeah. It was like super. Brass. She, I don't know. She, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. She, she had some brassy, sassy Lois lines, but delivered them like a fucking dead fish. I'm sorry, Amy Adams is the most miscast Lois Lane of all time. She is terrible in that role, and I like Amy Adams in general, but this role was wrong, wrong, wrong for her. Actually, most Loises have been well cast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. If not all, but yeah. her. Yeah, this one is. Bad. I will say. I did appreciate, though, that Superman's relationship with Lois, and this is way less predatory than in all the other yeah. Superman yeah. movies. Well, give is. him another yeah. movie or two, and he Where will kiss like, her memories away. <laughs> he's, like, gaslighting her. Like, Christopher Reeve's Superman, Ooh. watching it again, it just shows you, like, where the culture was at the time. Absolutely. That dude is toxic. Oh, yeah. For sure. <laughs> yeah. He is not cool to that <laughs> DeMarco Kidder. Gaslighter. Yeah. Um, all right. So uh, Superman stops the ship. The military launched their mission. Zod heads to the ship in the we, ice. That we cl- got uh, the first utterance of the name Superman at a minute, at an hour, 45 minutes. Who said it? I didn't. Did they call? It was, uh, it was a guy on the radio. Uh, it was one of the military guys. Um, <laughs> it was very He good. said, um, he said, we've got 
Superman in tow. He said, and someone says Superman is like, that's what they're calling him. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Not that's alien that's... guy. Yeah. <laughs> Not weird. Can I say I enjoy I enjoy how crazy the fighting between the Kryptonians is in the streets in Smallville because I, a lot of people gave it grief because it's it's hard to follow and this and that. But if you're watching superhuman god beings that can move at super speed and move things with super strength, it'd be hard to follow as a normal yeah. person. Yes, but yeah. but again, again, a lifetime of drinking in the sun's rays or <laughs> versus or a few minutes. minutes. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. That's totally fair. That is so fair. Um, so all right. Uh the military tries to attack the ship over Metropolis, but it just causes more damage to the city. We follow the staff of the Daily Planet as they try to survive the destruction as the only inhabitants of Metropolis. <laughs> Zod they're like, we didn't go on spring break. <laughs> we're the only ones. We had to stay here to water the plants. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the daily Zod argues with the Jor-El hologram and then takes control of the ship. Superman manages to destroy the world engine, just stopping By the terror. The most logical thing you would expect him to do, which is throwing it in. Does he throw it into space? Well, at first he smashes through it. You know, yeah. like that's badass. That's yeah. what I would do. The beam. Yeah, the, the weak font, the sky yeah. beam. Yeah, I would. Yeah. yeah, I would point out that this is the first. Floyd. I would point out that this is the first super thing he's done. Like he, like yeah. as Superman, the first and yes. only Superman thing he has done. Yeah. yeah, and I guess he realized that you know he could just send his body like a bullet, a speeding bullet, through these objects to mm-hmm. destroy them. Yes, it makes so much more sense. Like he did right. all those buildings. Yep, just <laughs> like that. <laughs> So, <laughs> also laser vision much? Yes. Yeah, right. Yeah. He forgets what he can do half the time. He does. He doesn't decide to laser vision Zod when Zod's trying to laser vision the people. He has a genius <laughs> level intellect oh. and the memory well, of he, a goldfish. Look, he he wanted that one to be intimate. He was like, he's mm. going to have to kill him with my hands like a man. Yeah. He, yep. he didn't freeze breath Zod. It. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, freeze breath. Kiss him. He didn't throw his symbol at him. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. He didn't do that. He didn't didn't kiss Zod's memories away. Yeah. That's what I would have done. He kissed Zod's grabbed him out of the mouth and been like, boom. Give him the love people on Earth. Remember? So, all right. So, uh, the mission over Metropolis is having trouble as they're being attacked by Zod, who's arrived in the ship from the ice. But Superman arrives just in time, destroys the ship. Zod's girlfriend attacks the aircraft. Lois is in with the Krypton bomb, but the ship crashes into the Kryptonian ship, causing the black hole that sucks the ship into it. Lois, luckily, is impervious to black holes and starts falling towards the ground. <laughs> slowly, ever slowly. Yes. Like well, also the Earth and its atmosphere and... Yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of questions about that one too. Yes. He's like, I've been drinking in this sun for a lifetime. <laughs> <laughs> so Superman. Now that you told me that's how it works. That's how it works. <laughs> <laughs> then he kissed me and I don't remember. 
Also, I'm still falling. Uh, She's still falling. (laughs) Superman saves her. They land next to the staff of the Daily Planet, who are now (laughs) still the only people in Metropolis. The the speed at which Superman saves her. Her skin should have just gone like, like off of her, yeah. like a, like a, yeah. yes, like a, she's a. Well, so they do explain this. They explain this in the comics. It's not a satisfying explanation, but it is an explanation, and it's essentially Superman isn't. It's not that he's impervious by his skin. It's that his magnetic field gives off an impervious vibe or something, and he can expand and retract it around the things he's carrying. Uh, I see. So he uh, he's like shocks. He's shocks on the yeah. car. Yes. Yeah. DC really yeah. DC's just full of shit. They wrote this character and don't know how <laughs> yeah. to do anything. So we have the 30s reach the beyond his body. He has he has a clear magnetic cellular bubble that he lives within. Well, we see it because right before he does his blast off, you know, yeah. he can make the rocks and things around him. Oh, true, true, true. Really interesting. He affects point. before yeah. he flies away. He affects some. He sort has of like field. electromagnetic. Okay. Field. Yeah. Huh. All right. That's interesting. Yeah. I can okay. go with that. Most like of him, it's not it's only fucking. It's not that he's field. fighting gravity. It's that he's using his electro field to fly yeah. and blend yeah, things. Yeah. Right. Can he create lightning bolts? Because he should be able to create lightning bolts with that power. <laughs> he should. Yeah. yeah. Huh. And um, that's how we got Shazam. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> Good night. Uh, so, All right. So Lois and Superman kiss because I guess they're in love now and Superman flies away <laughs> to face Zod in one big final showdown. They destroy a big empty city. <laughs> Building after building after building for so long, for so, so long. and again, so long. Apparently, the L family are just like martial arts prodigies because Clark, who's never been in a fist fight yes, in his true. life, yeah, has like, all the hands for this military general. Yes, yeah. who obviously has killed had, a lot of people. Well, yeah, and they've probably been training. As they've been traveling the universe, picking up years, he's just been like doing push-ups and throwing knives at a picture of a baby, like yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, As their ship encountered yellow suns, yeah, yes, yes. Meanwhile, Kalel has been specifically avoiding fighting. Yeah, well, yeah, he's been forbade. Yeah, he could kill. He should have like picked up a guitar and Cat Stevens him to death or something. (laughs) Yeah, but but he's he somehow he somehow is the. He somehow is intergalactic Khabib Nurmagomedov. Like, he's just yeah. smashing people. Yeah. <laughs> the cat's in the cradle. In the so, all right. So, they, they no. get to a train station where there's the last seven people in the city. Zod's going to kill him with his laser eyes. So, Superman just breaks his neck. Well, and they were in the train station. So, they were about to leave the city. Yes. Yeah. So, that makes sense. Yeah. Or they well, had the just re- got there. <laughs> the reason it's kind of tense is because at this point Clark has Betty Davis eyes. Yeah, so, <laughs> the laser eyes are yeah. so no bad. Yeah, and 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 killing Zod is apparently so distressing to Superman that he must scream his rage into the night. This is far more distressing yeah. to him than all the people that he just inadvertently people. killed throughout Metropolis. Um, and not to mention when they briefly go to space, they destroy a satellite, probably wiping well, out cell and Wi-Fi service to the planet. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's care. less of a 
maybe it's a less maybe it's less of a distress for killing someone and maybe it's more of a distress that he just had to kill the last last other person who is a kryptonian he's literally like he's like i've just essentially genocided my own species my peeps yeah that's a good point yeah i mean that's fair um but it doesn't play that way you you have to think about that he he ran out of people that he could have fun killing (laughs) oh that's he was just so frustrated that was was so much fun no the last last rat to torture now when this when this movie came out this was apparently super controversial and people were very angry Mm -hmm. and he killed zod but that's pretending that he didn't kill Zod in Zod's first appearance in the comic books in like 1942 or well later than that, but like way yeah, early in the comic early, books, yeah. Zod and the Zod squad show up and he kills all of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, does yeah. in two, right? Well, he Damn doesn't yeah. kill he that. Swears in two. Oh, he yeah, shoots yeah, back. he. Well, no, he. Well, in two, yeah, but he shoots them back into the Phantom Zone. But in the comic books, he literally gets a hold of a hunk of kryptonite. And assassinated oh, yeah. them with it. There was no kryptonite in this. No, there was yeah. no kryptonite. Yeah, you well, they make that. That's a big plot point in Batman versus Superman. They it discover is. kryptonite after they discover but Superman. That's right. And it's right. on the world building and They made a lot of those things. decisions yeah. after the. Well, and so what they say is they're like, well, eventually, because of the world build engine, and then also because meteorites that are made of irradiated hunks of krypton start crash landing way after the fact mm. they're like yeah, well, they after. retroactively build it into the story like yeah well now that people know there's an alien and then people start finding pieces of matter that we figure out are from krypton it's sort of the one follows itself. the other kind of thing yeah so mm-hmm. all right so lois shows up at the train yeah. station just in time to do some emotional labor for him um <laughs> <laughs> and we cut to some time later. Superman confronts Army General Guy, telling him to stop spying on him. He's going to help mankind on his own terms. Clark- well, which are all teenagers of uh, Snyderverse, what is it called? Justice League. That Martian Manhunter. Yep. yep that's right. right. That's right. Who is right. secretly also a superpowered fucking alien and uh, Clark all the time. <sighs> Right. And is literally more powerful in some ways than Superman. Like in the comic books, Superman says Martian Manhunter is the scariest being on the planet. Yeah. So hmm. why hasn't he been doing anything, anything this whole time? Yes, anything really. So, all right, Clark goes home to Kansas. Well, and it's a one, I'm sorry. He, um, you know, they basically ask him if he's American. Mm hmm. And he doesn't answer. Well, he says, no, he says, well, he I'm says, from Kansas. We know you're going to work in our interests. Because yeah. he's known as the, yeah, it's like I'm born in Kansas. You know, he's known as Mary. He's Homelander. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> he basically says, you don't. <laughs> yeah. You don't know. I can do whatever I want. Screw you guys. You're American. just going to have to trust me. <laughs> yep. yep. Yeah. <laughs> It'll be great. Like, well, it's hard because you almost hit our car with this um, Satellite, satellite you <laughs> thrown into the well, and, and you horseshoes and hand grenades. You caused billions of dollars of property damage right. in Metropolis. Exactly. It's literally a was, smoldering hunk right now. If I was looking at you objectively as a friend. I would say that guy is prone to violence. He's not cool, and we need to be careful. Yeah, which just gets the to alien. the point. Lex Luthor did nothing wrong. <laughs> Lex Luthor yeah. and Batman did nothing wrong. 
I'd be terrified too. And I'd be like, we have to figure out how to ice this dude in case he goes rogue. And in Superman 2, Zod's not necessarily on the wrong side when he's on Krypton. No. He becomes pretty evil once he gets to Earth and see what he can do. But in both cases, he's sort of fighting a totalitarian government who doesn't care yeah. what happens to a fascist. Yeah. Fascist. Yeah. Absolutely. Fascist. So we're gonna revel while we die. All right. So we get one <laughs> I guess more. I'll just die. Yeah. I guess I'll just die. We get one more we'll flashback of uh Clark as a child with Kevin Costner. Clark decides to go be a reporter at the Daily Planet. He puts on he's some glasses and he's a white dude, so he gets the job. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> you know, how much journalism experience do you have, son? Uh, well, none. They were very, right. they were very impressed with his fishing. Um, well, he, he's an incredibly fast typist, right? Oh yeah. And remember, he worked for the Smallville Gazette or whatever. Did so he? he yeah. and he, they, no, he did. We joked about that. They put him on sports, and he probably has a great mind for statistics because he's got a genius level intellect, yeah. a super but, genius level intellect. So he can probably just memorize statistics. Again, the, the the Daily Planet is like the equivalent of the New York Times. Like you can't right. just walk into the New York Times <laughs> with a resume full of fishing and get a job. You you can't walk <laughs> to the Tucson, the Daily Star here in no. Tucson. No. There's no level of newspaper yeah. that you can walk into. You're right. This is the New York Times, but you can't. Well, go maybe really it is that Lois hooked her boy up. Yeah. I mean, well, yeah. that's you got a exactly what happened. That's really Lois popular. Was like, hey, a give my dude a job. Like, yeah, that's had to be what happened. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. She's just trying to get her boyfriend in. And he says something to his mom. They explain why. You know, I got to keep my ear to the ground here. What's happening? Oh, great. Sure. They never explain how. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, you have the internet. Why? Great. Yeah, he like, does he have the internet. He wandered the earth. Yeah. So, fishing boat Twitter. Oh, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Do you think that Clark Kent gets internet bullied when he like posts articles in the comment section? Of this guy. <laughs> and he's like, and he's like, I I can't reply. To, I can't reply to these comments because they'll know I'm an alien. <laughs> <laughs> they won't understand you, Clark. <laughs> uh, so, all right, all right. Um, uh, final thoughts before the unanswered yeah. questions. I think we got oh well, before the unanswered. Yeah, I got a lot of so, unanswered so, questions. Like I said, I have complicated feelings about this movie because maybe it's the nostalgia for me. But this was like the first like Superman movie that really Mm -hmm. had come out when I was seeing movies. Mm -hmm. Superman Returns had come out, but my dad didn't want to see it because he thought it'd be trash. So he didn't take me and my brother. We were like seven or eight when it came out. It was not a great movie. But this was like the first Superman movie I got to go to the theaters and see. And so I have some nostalgia goggles on this one. That's fair. Generally, it's still in part, yeah. This movie is so flawed from a writing standpoint that it detracts the fantastic cast Mm -hmm. and even some of the interesting world decisions they made. But it is just so bonkers and like shoot from the hip. Yeah. And a lot of the continuity that re-watching it, I kind of had like a crisis of faith because Brian asked me to be on the show and he was like, yeah, we're going to do, we're going to do Man of Steel. I know you love that one. And I hadn't seen it in a few years. Mm. So I watched it again for the first time and I was just like, oh my gosh, how have <laughs> I, 
And also at that point, a lot of that really high quality Marvel stuff hadn't come. So I hadn't been spoiled yet. And mm. I was willing to accept mm-hmm. certain deficiencies in superhero film because at that point, you know, we're getting yeah. 70% tier movies with the exception of Iron Man and the Avengers and stuff like that. But then now I'm watching it after Endgame and Infinity War, Black Panther, and all of these fantastic mm-hmm. properties and I just do not know how to reconcile how much I love Henry Cavill and the casting, barring probably Amy Adams, versus how bonkers and poorly written by dudes like Christopher Nolan. This movie is where we just giving him a pass. Yeah, on this one. Yeah, absolutely. Oh. I I've come recently to decide that I think Christopher Nolan is extremely overrated but that's that's yeah. that's separate from this podcast in general yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I don't know much of his other work i'll still say this is terrible <laughs> i think this is my favorite dc movie besides the new suicide squad movie well that was great um not birds of prey i liked better oh, and birds of prey okay shazam, I like birds of prey. shazam yeah. wonder woman shazam was better shazam. i honestly yeah. liked Maybe the i honestly three. liked the snyder cut more than this oh no oh, oh, yeah so i'm right. not with you on that i oh, mean too long well, i definitely am at least there it's were other too long that you it's way too long, way too long justice league it yeah it, it was it was better everything's like, too long now the objective things there's a lot I mean, more yeah. continuity to that one. Like, that's well, a superhero just, movie too. This is not some really. of the holes that were in this were not the hole, in that. The hole is Kal-El. Superman is boring. I understand that we all have characters that we love, and you know, yeah. some people do really get into Superman. It's the same with Captain America to me. There's not a lot there, and so Brian Singer was the first one, I think, where like brooding Superman. It mm-hmm. makes sense because he's an alien, but story-wise, that conflict is not interesting. Like, oh, you held some punches to some bullies. Oh, your dad, you know, gave you some really weird and confusing ideas on right and wrong and shit. <laughs> even Bruce Wayne, even revenge makes that more interesting yeah, than absolutely. anything Clark Kent has ever done. Right. Well, yeah. And I mean, honestly, you have to... I feel like the first, like the Christopher Reeves franchise got the character of Superman yes. closer to right than it anyone did. else has. Right. Um, mm-hmm. As yeah. much as I love Henry Cavill, like the character of Superman in this is not, I don't think Zack Snyder understands Superman at all. I don't think no. so. I think well, he understands. I think that he got closer. I think he got closer later on with like the Snyder cut and things like that, because they also, at this point, Jeff Johns was the head of Warner Brothers DC department, and he was also the head of DC Comics. Right. Like, as their story chief. Mm-hmm. And so this is around the new 52 and a bunch of changes happening to the DC continuity. And they definitely tried to make this Superman a lot more like mm-hmm. the new 52 Superman. Yeah. Yeah. And there have been times in the past where they've tried to make him grittier and darker. They even mm-hmm. gave him a beard. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, while. they wanted Nick. They wanted Nick Cage to play Superman. Oh, that they've yeah. always tried to make him edgy, and he 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 wasn't created in that vein. 
No. I don't know. Like you said, Donner knew. You know, he's sort of a, a mm-hmm. puppy. Yeah. He's you a know? Boy Scout. Boy yeah, Scout. He's a yeah. Boy Scout from another place. And so he's confused about us in ways that, like I said, a puppy dog would be. Yeah. But then these new iterations of Superman is like, I don't even know if I like you people. <laughs> I'm weird, you know? Like he says Batman type thing. Meanwhile, oh, wow. we're going to find out that Batman's doing the real work down on the ground while Superman is just tied up in his own bullshit again. Well, yeah. Superman moves so fast he could do all these things in this movie. He could have done all of the things that we ask of him to do as Superman uh, in this movie. Time. You know, mm-hmm. he could have been saving people yeah. and fighting. Remember in part talk. three when he throws a whole lake? <laughs> yeah, Instead of blowing out a fire? <laughs> instead of yeah. blowing out the fire. Yes. Okay. dick. He, he destroyed the ecosystem. <laughs> All right. All right, guys. Unanswered <laughs> questions. Number one. When Kal-El was born, he had no umbilical cord. Why the fuck does he have a belly button? Um, oh, wow. <laughs> He, That's another. There was no umbilical You can clearly see he comes out of his mom, and the next shot he's picked up by uh, Jarrell. No umbilical cord. Plus, he looks what if, like, like he's probably a little floaty robot just clipped it, like off screen. <laughs> what, if, what if that's an electromagnetic umbilical cord? We just can't see it. Uh, there you go. It was, it was made out of those pins that you put your hand in. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay, I have no answer for that. Yeah. Next. Why, yeah. why did Zod want Lois on the spaceship? Why? Why what did he this? want Lois to come? Anyone know who Lois is? Yeah. Why did he know who Lois was, and why did he want her to come? Well, maybe when he learned English by googling everything on Earth, and the <laughs> right. ship, Ultron, he right. saw her article. He saw her article about a Kryptonian. <laughs> I like to think maybe that it was uh, about a cat fashion show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe two Kryptonians. <laughs> Amy Adams is. The hottest human being on the planet. She must be really attractive. Yeah, because Mark's been traveling around for a long time. Yeah, She's not the yeah. First they've never seen a redhead before. Yeah, <laughs> I guess not. Yeah, uh, that, yeah. yeah uh, additionally, we talked about that why the army kept bringing Lois on dangerous missions. Um, <laughs> you didn't get an answer. Yeah, they don't uh, stop. No, yeah, it happens in Batman Superman. Yeah, uh, let's see. A lot of these we've already addressed. Um, <laughs> why didn't yeah, Snyder and the Jesus parallels. There's like he literally at one point does the cross yeah. thing and yeah. falls back to earth. Clark is uh. literally 33 years old. Yes, yeah. exactly. He's literally 33. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I, I had yeah. one. And it is is the projection of Jor El his soul. Because he seems really sentient. Yeah, that's he what I was saying. Very yeah, much a thinking and self-aware. Yeah, being well, very and like much. has a sense of humor and personality beyond, like, oh, I programmed myself into a computer. Like, well, that's this what I was thing say. would Even pass now, the Turing test, right? Oh, yeah. yeah, yes, it does. Even now, we we can program responses and then you know have AI anticipate. Response doesn't mm. almost have a conversation, but yes, this Jorel is spatially aware. He's aware of people he's never met before. He's aware of you know settings and that, yeah, it's way Jor-El more than just God. that. Like yes, cow, yes, cow, you are the last son. Of- that is correct. <laughs> if you would like <laughs> to discuss like, crystals, hey Lois, choose yeah, crystal exactly. number three. <laughs> <laughs> choose your own ability. right? But this is all. Hey Lois, she's all. Hey. <laughs> you seem to know me, but I don't know you. Um, yeah. um, it, uh, it didn't bother me. Um, 
you know, super, uh, super alien technology could have created an advanced holographic AI. That that has to be the explanation. Yeah. So advanced. Yeah. I, <laughs> yeah. I but I was it. right. That has to be the explanation. Because if it's not, then yeah. we're starting to think about m machines and how you would make that machine. Yeah. yeah. Or, so that or we're thinking the about answer. the metaphysical consequences of putting people's right. souls in dumb drives. Sometimes, sometimes yeah. we dip too far that way. And the answer yeah, gets, is really comic bullshit. Yeah. Pretty black is. mirror pretty quick with that. Um. All right. Here's just mm -hmm. one that's movie. How did the military inform Zod that they had Superman in custody and arrange a meeting to take him? A good point. Flag is they did it the Wonder Woman way. Smoke signals. They they painted it on a sheet <laughs> and held it up. Are you sure? Yeah, they made a bunch Superman. of rocks. Spell it out. Sure Harder to get hostages Superman. out of Iran. <laughs> um, were the they wrote a screenplay. <laughs> <laughs> all right, I looked at it. Um, were the Kryptonians all just speaking English? Because the humans understood them. We understood. Like and they understood the humans, and yeah. they had to. Tr they had translated their language into other languages around the world at one point. Yeah, doesn't well and Google Translate. Krypton doesn't have an accent or anything. Well, except you for know? the one German <laughs> dude, the one dude with the German accent ball. from Krypton. <laughs> That's yeah. how we know he's a scientist. Well, it's not a you. Yeah. Oh, that's true. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's not a German accent. It's a scientist accent. <laughs> no, but Jarl had been studying us, but it is still funny because, you know, English is not one of the older languages on our planet. Yeah. No. And yeah, Jarl's got an Australian Latin. accent. This other dude's got a German accent. <laughs> Michael Bob Shannon sounds American. <laughs> like, what if what if there's a Kryptonian out there who's just like got a Gomer pile? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you know, I, I would have been totally fine with it if just at one point, like, Zod had, like, turned a thing on his collar and it was like, doo, 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 now you can understand yeah. my speaking. Marvel like, takes the time. Yeah. It's not, yeah. It's not hard. Yeah. Oh, his translator's not working. Right, yeah. Doo, doo. Oh, there we go. It's, yeah. It's why I accept Star Wars stuff, too. Yeah. You know, mm -hmm. like, they'll at least say it. And so if they hey, say it. do you speak fine. galactic common? <laughs> oh, you do great. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. If you say it. Fine. That's yeah. Just address it. Just address it. Um, let's see. Uh, oh, when at the end, when we get the flashback of Clark playing as a child, and he had the red cape on. What was oh, he playing? Yeah. Because when I did that as a child, I was playing Superman. Was playing Superman. But what was what was Holy what was shit. little Clark playing? Flash Gordon. Yeah, they only that had wasn't. Mighty Thoreau, that wasn't playing. That was dreaming, brother. Yeah, it was. You're right. He was making dreams happen. You're right. That's crazy. That yeah. is who we're all playing when we put a towel around yeah. our A red cape. Shoulders. It was specifically, specifically a red, red. cape. Specific, yes. Yeah, you're right. You're right. But yeah, even if it was a different color. Yeah, it's Superman. In that universe and ours, who are you pretending to be? What superhero was he playing as? Yeah. Um, because does the concept of a superhero even exist prior to Superman? Because <laughs> I know I was gonna say because when I was a kid and I played Batman, I just punched people in the face. <laughs> <laughs> but Superman, you had to fly around. And also, I was 22 years old, and also they said stop <laughs> drinking so much vodka. <laughs> I was gonna say I, I don't know if I definitely caught a charge that night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. 
let's see. Yeah, how did Clark get hired at the secret Arctic government military base? <laughs> or the Daily indeed, Planet. Bro. Or the Daily Planet. Yeah. Indeed. Yeah. yeah. He was just available at the right place in the right time. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he killed yeah, the other guy who was working in that job. You got a security <laughs> clearance? No, I don't. Like, I've done ah, deadliest catch. Now it's time for ice road truckers. <laughs> what? So did the gang of bullies when he was a kid go all the way out to the truck and tractor repair shop just to bully Clark? What were they doing out there? Yeah. Was they he were walking, walking to the local neighborhood IHOP to hang out. <laughs> yeah. They were on their way to IHOP. Of course. Because where else would an alien eat but the International House of Pancreas? Because <laughs> 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 he's so cosmopolitan. <laughs> Oh god. Um Can I get the Rudy Tootie fresh and fruity? Right. <laughs> <laughs> this episode so, brought it's to my you birthday. By <laughs> Please give us money. Yeah. <laughs> or just pancakes. I'll take that. The pancakes are good too. Um uh, yeah. how did Lois get across town to Superman and Zod in the train station in three minutes? Because that we saw them fall oh, all the way across Superman town. Kissed her. There's no so traffic. Imbued with the powers of Superman, briefly. How, how would she even know where they were? How would she know they fell on that street in that train station? I, yeah, I don't know. Lois is keyed into a lot of things in these Snyder yeah. movies that yeah. don't make. Is any that Lois or is that the Martian Manhunter? Oh, like snap! For Justice League, <laughs> you know, really showing up to, to comfort Kal-El. Yeah, yeah. Darth he's trying to get kissed by that beautiful man. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, "Oh shit, maybe it's just Lois the is behind it all." Zero weather, but so you look fine, girl. And my final one is so um, Superman's mom's name is Laura Z- Zarel. Is that hyphenated? Because uh-huh. <laughs> <Did, did, laughs> L is her last name, so yeah. is her maiden Jor her first husband. <laughs> Yeah, she's Jor-El hyphen. Oh, I didn't have a name ready. Fuck me, sorry. Weiss. Weissman, yeah. yeah. Uh, that's all the ones that we that I have that we hadn't uh, talked about during. So, um, yeah, that's it. I don't know. I, yeah. I don't have much else to say about this. Anybody have anything before we rank it? No. Um, I just... I don't think I hated it as much as everyone else. Um, well, I was just going to say, I don't think I hated I'm it. I'm kind of with you, Thoreau. I, or not Thoreau, with you, Al. Al. It, it was, it's, ah. <laughs> it, well, it it's didn't, not great, but it's not awful. It didn't bother me that uh, Lois discovered Superman before Clark Kent. And now knows. It's, I mean, it's, that's it's a, a break. Yeah. It's a break from... Previous doesn't make any sense. I mean, canon, but um, that's fine. It's a choice they made. I'm more concerned with like the incredible logical inconsistencies that we find sure. throughout it. But anyway, that I was, was just bored a lot more than yeah, not liking I, it. I think the writing was the biggest weakness. They had so much potential for movement yep. and like and emotionally gripping moments that they just. It definitely could have been better. No. Oh yeah. <laughs> Well, I think it's another situation we've been in before when it comes to ranking where like it, it certainly can't go below, you know, a good amount of movies because it is a Superman movie and I thought it looked fun a lot. It certainly didn't sound fun most of the time, but 
So I don't know. We, put, like, uh, we haven't done Thor 2 yet, have we? No, we're not there no. yet. Um, so, all right. So, well, let's, let's look at it this way. Um, we've got... Where we've got uh where where is Watchmen? Um, Watchmen we have at number nineteen, which was our last Very Zack Snyder movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I don't think it's better than Watchmen. No, I don't think so. I no. like Watchmen more than this. Yeah, Batman Returns. I think it. I liked Batman Returns better than this by a lot. Oh, Ooh. definitely. Yeah, Batman Returns has a place in my. Heart. I liked. Similarly, Blade, I like that more than this. I like. Is this like better than Blade Swamp more. Thing? No. Mm, no. <laughs> it's not better I don't than Swamp Thing. I think it's, it's better like, than Swamp Thing. We got thing. Superman. It's better than Unbreakable, really. It's but not, it's. I think it's better think than it's, Unbreakable. Is it better, better than, than Superman 2? No. Yes. It's absolutely not. No, absolutely not. I cannot. I cannot live with it being better. No. No, I, I, I hard agree. disagree, Jeremy. I'm sorry, but it's a generational <laughs> thing. It returns. Like. It's definitely better than Superman Returns. It's way better than Superman. It's Returns. way better than yeah. Superman Returns. Uh, I don't know if I agree with I that. that. I, I think maybe Superman Two just category. needs to be higher up your list. Well, probably, but I'll, <laughs> Superman. I think Superman Returns was way underrated. I absolutely liked Superman Returns better than this. Superman oh. Returns was more fun than this was. I liked yes, Blade Two, like Mystery Mrs. Men, Super. And, I liked Ghost yeah. Rider, Spirit of Vengeance better. I liked the Green Horn. I liked Sky <laughs> High better. I liked the Mask better. I liked the Rocketeer better than this. I liked Dark Man better. Like than Thoreau is saying is Thoreau is saying one hundred. The the, the first movie I see here that I would feel comfortable putting it above is Constantine. Um, oh no, because no, that's above the Rock. No, is is maybe maybe. Uh, Superman three is maybe the first one I can see putting it above. I don't, it doesn't have Richard Pryor. <laughs> yep, that's yeah. true. Yeah, and that's yeah. <laughs> yeah I could be talked into better going than lower. Superhero movie. It was better than superhero movie. Oh, sure. Yeah. Oh yeah. It was better, better than, than Return Vampire Slayer. <laughs> yeah. 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 I mean, probably. I think it's definitely better. Same fan- with Return of Swamp Thing. I mean, we love that, but for our own goofy reasons. Um, it's better than Fantastic Four. I don't think it's better than Hancock. It's better than Fantastic Four, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Our rankings are so dumb. (laughs) (laughs) So so oftentimes when we rank these movies, we talk about like, was this good as a comic book movie? Did it execute what it was looking to do? That's kind of better than some of these movies. Yeah. If if nothing else, it satisfies a certain, because it looked good. Superman. It looks so, really like good large doing what or it was doing. It's just is what it is. Yeah, yeah. There's payoff that comes with seeing a Superman movie, even a bad one. Same with a Batman. Movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it this sucks. Yeah. It's ingrained. Like, oh, I'm seeing Superman. At least that. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I don't know. So uh, that's my opinion. I think all of you guys think it should be higher than I do. So I think it should be higher than you do. Yeah, Josh, Josh, you said you don't. I don't think it should be. High. I'm yeah. I'm where wherever you want it to be. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, Al, I you seem agree to enjoy this the most. What is your? You are on the opposite end of the horse. Yeah, us. Bro. If if we were not 
involved, where would you be putting this, Al? Um. Okay. So, if we were not involved, how would most of this go? <laughs> wow. Um. I'm trying to look at a, a chunk between Mystery Men and Superman Three. Hmm. Uh, it's hard because it's not. I, I could put it anywhere in between there. Okay. And be okay with it. Uh, okay, so I think. I think this was better than Green Hornet. <laughs> I mean, okay, that's yeah, fair. And the Incredible Hulk mm-hmm. <laughs> Sky High weird. and that string down there. Okay. Better than any Hulk. Mm-hmm. Narrowing yeah. it down, yeah. for sure. Um, I could live with it going at 37 between Green Hornet and All Incredible right, Hulk. Or I'm sorry, 30, 36 between Ghost Rider and Green yeah. Hornet. Because Ghost Rider Spirit of Vengeance was just crazy. And I loved how bad and how fun that movie was simultaneously. Yeah. Green Hornet was cool. You know? Uh, Green Hornet was one of those where we were surprised that it it was as good as it was. It wasn't that it it was great. We were like, huh. I was expecting it to be much worse. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's different. All right. Good. Sounds good. Can we all live with that? Yes. Like you like nobody's business. Okay. 36. All right. Let's do it. Man <clears throat> of Steel goes at number 36 on our big list of things that are listed. Uh, <laughs> that that is a wrap on a Man of Steel, which means it is time to look towards next week. Next week on a On a harmless phosphorescence, we are going to be watching the Wolverine. Oh gosh! Oh, All right. I didn't. Ha- so it was, I. This is better than X Men Origins. Yeah, I didn't. Yeah. Oh yeah. I didn't oh, hate yeah. this one, but I haven't seen it since the theater. So. I was gonna say I haven't seen yeah. it since around then, but I like this point in Logan's life as well. Yeah. So. Frank Miller explored it. Yeah. So, all right, that's it for this week, guys. We'll see you next week. Uh, this has been your host, Throw Smiley. Thanks for hanging out with us. And I got to go because I'm late for my shift at IHOP. I'm Josh Cece, and I think I'll be a zoologist. I'm Brian Lesh, and I'm just going to fly this spaceship around town, I guess. I'm Jeremy Reed, and I'm going to build Krypton on his bones. <laughs> My name is Al, son of Weber, and I am beyond your reach. Uh, Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.